What's going on, everybody? Welcome in to episode number six of what I have to say, and I think I speak for the world when I say this, is the best podcast on the internet. I mean, I just, you know, Joe Rogan's got nothing on us. All these other podcasts got nothing on us. I mean, they are, they aspire to be what the pre-patch podcast is. So with that being said, let me introduce the phenomenal hosts that we have. Obviously myself, Sinan, you know me. And then we've got my boy, Agent Scruffy. What's going on, Scruff? How are you doing? What's going on, guys? Hope I'm doing well. What's good? And right below him is the sexy man with the mane, Mr. Billy the Squid. What's going on, Bill? What is up? fellow streamers and watchers and of course the man with no face no identity he's pretty <laughs> much anonymous and we think we think maybe patient zero is <laughs> enigmatical <laughs> gaming what's up enigma I had, the, I had the i had the sniffles the other day you know it, it's it's it just got out of control really yeah did. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's okay. No one's gonna know his name, his face. No one knows his true name. We only one person has seen an identity and made it out alive, which is Scruffy, and and he's <laughs> and he's sworn to secrety. So um, yep. I think that we I'm are today. Uh, so I'm, right. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm really I'm really fiddlesticks. We were, we were about you guys just saw me, and I'm just mimicking right now. That's all. I'm doing. Yeah, there we go. So, but welcome in everybody. Um, obviously, uh, if you are new to this, um, we are being multi-streamed across multiple different channels. My stream obviously twitch.tv backslash s1n3n we've got it over at agent scruffy stream twitch.tv backslash agent scruffy and then we've also got mr billy the squids twitch.tv backslash billy underscore the underscore squid so you can catch our content pretty much anywhere and because of our amazing team that we have here it is also being uploaded to youtube after the show so you're able to catch it later on our youtube channel as well um uh and i i don't think we have a link to to pimp out yet right scruff like i think we're still working on we we have a link link a normal link but we don't have a named link we we need we need subscribers for that so everybody if you can go over click that fucking bell the actual thing (laughs) click that bell click that like button subscribe yeah all that jazz absolutely um well man uh i'm so i'm so happy to do everything like i said this last week and um i'm super happy bill you're back like last week we, we were man yes. we were man down but we, we were able to, to hold it down yes um, yes, yes uh and, and uh we're happy to have you back now uh full force full team here but uh I, I look forward to this man every single time literally once the show ends i like look forward to the next show in two weeks um, and, and I hope as, as viewers across all these channels, you guys, um, you know, really enjoy, uh, the content and the show. And if there are things that you guys are wanting to hear about, wanting to talk about, please feel free to, to add us either on Twitter or social media or come into our channels and drop it there. We would love to be able to talk about what you guys want to hear about, um, and, and those things. But, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I mean, I love it. I look forward to it every single, every single two weeks that we do this. So every single show. No, definitely. Yeah, it doesn't come yeah, soon yeah, enough. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so, um, this week, man, whew, what we got a, a laundry list of stuff to talk a, about, we got man. It's a load of shit to talk yeah, about. Yeah, sure, it, it is. It's yeah. a it's a big boy list. Um, but what I want to kick off with because we talked about this last week, um, and uh, you know, with Bill being out, he was actually the only one to have actually played this game, and I, I really want to <laughs> get his opinion because no, you know, obviously, I did the typical sinning thing where I, you know, I had my rant, my rave, uh, you know, and, and spouted off at the mouth. Um, and, but I want to know from a person that's actually played it and someone that I trust's opinion, 
Final Fantasy VII Remake, man. Like, give yeah, us yeah. give us the dirty details. Give us the, the insights, you know. Um, you know okay, it, so I don't, awesome. like I said, I wasn't able to join last time. I uh, Have you guys played the original is the first question oh, of I course, have yeah. for you. Yeah. Yes, yes, I have. Okay, no. well. You're saying, the... wait, well, hold on. Hurt, skirt, back it up. Did you say no? <laughs> nope. Can I've we get this fucker off? Okay, <laughs> we are taking, it's, it's open applications right now for a member right, of the pre-patch podcast. Kingdom Hearts. Oh my god, get it out of here, bro. You gotta remember, Scruffy's, Scruffy's a wee little baby. He's, yeah. he's, a, he's a tiny man. Jesus Christ, yeah, we're taking applications, guys. There's a free spot open. Um, so, anyway, yes, for the ma majority of the people that actually matter on this show have played the... the, oh, the, oh, the <laughs> I think there's only three people who really put work into this show. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. Throwing out some Snickers. We're not going to start it. Not That's save for the end of the stream. Bill, tell us about it. Okay, so it is. Uh, it's as far as the look, the aesthetic, everything about it is exactly like. It's perfect. They got they nailed the bringing the graphics to a new generation. The updated score and soundtrack, super duper good. Um, if you are into action RPGs, if you like the Kingdom Hearts game, if you like what they did with Final Fantasy 15, this is like it takes that to the next level as far as like how the gameplay actually feels. At mm -hmm. least with Cloud, um, it's really good. It, it's definitely not without the some flaws that i can see but it's about as good of an action rpg remake as you can get from what i've seen so far i've got i've got a few concerns and a few like minor gripes i covered it in a youtube video but it's it's all very minor things overall it's it's really well done does it does it feel so one of the things that we talked about last week and concerned about was like this idea that a remaster versus a remake, you know, and <clears throat> in this, like one of my things. And when I played it at, at, at E3 was, I didn't particularly like it because it didn't feel like the original, right? Because the, like, and I think you uh, kind of alluded <laughs> to this is the classic mode. Like it's not, it's not fucking classic. Like it's, that's one of my biggest gripes with it is, uh, exactly. Their version of classic mode is basically a game journalist mode so that the reviewers can actually get through the fucking game because they don't have to do anything. The game plays itself for the most part. Uh, whoa, 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 what do you wait? What do you mean the game plays itself? Like, do you mean literally? So you, you turn it to classic mode, okay? The game automatically gets defaulted to easy. You can't change the difficulty in your classic mode, okay? That's that's the first big, big oopsie. Second big oopsie, you go into a fight. All of the regular movements in the fight, like the blocking, your basic attacks, are all auto-controlled. Your character moves around and does the shit on so The only thing you do in classic mode is when that ATB bar fills, you either cast a spell or do a special attack. The rest is automated. Hmm. What the that fuck? That's not classic. That's that baby mode, bro. Like <laughs> That is their idea of oh classic God. mode. I don't... I want to I want to go on record and say I don't have a problem if you think this game is too hard for journalists or you <laughs> want to like make the range of like the audience wider if you just want people to come in for the story cuz it is going to be a cinematic experience it's going to be movie grade quality I have a feeling if you're trying to like broaden who all can play this and enjoy it that's fine but don't go and insult the the original game itself by calling it classic when 
there is literally nothing classic about it. It's just a game that plays itself. Oh, you want to do Braver? Okay, well, good luck. Maybe the fight will be still going on by the time that charges up. Maybe not. That yeah, that's I don't know that. They could have done it so bad. with I... this system and made it okay. I think if they like scale things a little differently, like say give enemies more health or make like the auto attacks that are going on, like make it so that you see your people fighting automatically. That's fine, but it's not really doing anything to the enemy and make the only impactful attacks be like your braver or your sonic thrust or your fires. Make those be the really the only things that like do real damage to the enemies. Right. That's fine. Are the summons but there's so many other there there's so many other mechanics too that are just left to the wayside on classic mode as well. Like Cloud has two stances. You wouldn't know that if you played classic mode because he automatically goes through everything on his own. Well, like so, why even oh sorry, go ahead. I was, I was about to say so so do you think it's it's better to play it off of classic mode and play it on the new action combat mode then? Would it be a better experience? Uh I think yeah. that'd be the only way to play it. Like, who the yeah. fuck wants to well, play the, the classic the, mode? The, the final caveat to classic mode is if you want, and you put in, like, a movement input or something while the automated fight is going on, it'll give you control of your character. It's not like you're not 100% locked out of fighting, but if you just wanted to walk into a fight, sit your controller down, and watch Cloud beat some <laughs> goons up, Man, that's that is... fine. That is some some fucking mobile bullshit right there. You know how like mobile games, some of them will like allow the computer or the the game to take over for you, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's basically automated. And like I said, it's fine if they want to have this mode in. Call it like cinematic mode or like movie mode or whatnot. Just don't call it classic mode. When I heard that they were going to be advertising a classic mode version for this game, I assumed it was going to be as close to the original turn-based system as possible. That's I know they I, can't. I, I know they can't do that because uh, it would be basically making two completely different games. Mm-hmm. And I know that's resource intensive. I know they can't reasonably do that. But they could have gotten a lot closer than what they did. I mean, yeah. well, so hold on. The reality is, is it's actually, I mean, in the code, if you look at the coding and the way that the game is, is done, now again, I have no coding degree, but like I know people that do have coding degree and work with people that have codings degree. Like that system particularly, it still is running off of a turn-based system. It's just all happening in an action, like a, it's all happening instantaneously versus being like, you're going to take your turn, then we're going to take my turn. So, I mean, it's still a, it's a based off of like a initiative system of, you know, whether or not these attacks hit, whether or not these go off. Like, I don't think it would be that difficult to do, especially here's like my qualm with it is that when you're talking about Final Fantasy seven, especially seven, right? Which people, I don't call it the best Final Fantasy ever, but people do look at that as the best Final Fantasy. Like it is... To me, you're kind of slapping it in the face by saying, like, we're going to take it down this road. Like, why not just make a prequel and be like, this is what was happening before, you know, where Cloud was at and what all this. Because we don't know really. Because they've already done that. That's Crisis Core. That was a PSP game. Okay, yeah, but how many people, honestly, God, played Crisis Core? I didn't own a PSP or I would have played it. Exactly, but that's they, my point. You did, so most, <laughs> that's my thing. Most people didn't, for the most part, people didn't own a, a, a Crisis Core. Like, they didn't see that. So, you know, I I, I don't know. I just, it, even if they change the name to Cinematic Mode, I just, to me, changing it to this action RPG style and being a Final, being Final Fantasy VII, I just am like, 
and I'm gonna. It's the route they're going with their games. All of their games are gonna have this action orientation. They started it with 15, and 15's combat system was heavily flawed. It was honestly 15's fighting system was pretty close to automated as as well because right. with the fighting with that you held block and you would automatically dodge you held attack and you would automatically attack your attack variation depended on which way you were pushing on the d-pad right but it, it basically fought itself just by you holding a button this one actually gives you like stance changes you actually like control your combos there's different stuff you can do with it it just it's it, like a fully fleshed out action like hack and slash system it takes it into such a different style of game like i played 15 and i did like for you know i mean i didn't play it all the way through i played enough of it to get my feel for it and i mean i didn't have a problem with it right but when you take a game that is either and we talked about this with um Baldur's gate when you take a game and you go from you know, action RPG down to turn base or from turn base to action RPG, it drastically changes the dynamic of what that game now becomes. Like it's not a, like you said, it is an action hack and slash game, essentially. I mean, that that's the reality of that's what these games are now. Like that's not right. that, that, that I'm going to take my time. I'm going to learn my, you know, I'm going to build a certain way so I can make sure that my characters are, you know, this way. I, like, I think that square is having a, Midlife crisis? <laughs> kind of. They So with the games beforehand, they had 13 and 12. They both took the fighting system and drastically changed them, but they were still at the core a turn-based fighting system, like with the, how everything worked. And I think they just messed those up so bad. They're just trying to do a complete reboot of how they're, they they're having an do their game. Crisis. They, they had so much success with Kingdom Hearts that they're trying to pull that style yeah. into their main franchise. And I'm fine with that. I think they're good games. I think 15 was a good game. I enjoyed it. I think 7 is going to be a good You are correct in the fact that it changes the pacing of the game. It changes the overall feel. The narrative is going to be the same, but when you go into playing the OG Final Fantasy VII, you're going in for a chill experience. Whereas with this one, you're actually going to be it's it's going to be more intense, more intensive, like attention wise. You're not going to be able to just sit there for 20 minutes in a fight, like calculating which attack's going to be the next best thing. Yeah. I so, just, question: getting builds together. Got a question? What? Uh, so, like, what actual aspects from like the original Final Fantasy VII did they either take out or totally remake, other than the combat? It seems. Uh, so there, the demo is pretty limited in what all they give you access to. You don't have any access to summons. Mm -hmm. You only have access to one other character, and that's Barrett. Um. I mean, they kept it's, the they kept the same setting, right? Like the setting yeah, is the, the same characters, every, are the same. Every single thing about the story is the same, and then they're expanding on it. They're going to actually give more personality to a lot of the side characters that they just didn't have time for with the original game. Like all of yeah, they Avalanche, said a lot of it got cut out, right? A, a all lot of it got cut out. All of Avalanche had, is going to be. Yeah, exactly. All of Avalanche is going to get their inside stuff. You're going to get to know a lot more about like the town itself, like Midgar itself. Mm -hmm. and they're just that's how they're justifying doing it episodically it's apparently gonna i think it's gonna be three or four parts i think four are they charging uh, full price for all these episodes full, full price for each fuck episode that's fucking trash dude but they're justifying that by making it they they've quoted this game to be 40 hours worth of content in midgar alone this game takes place from what you saw in the demo 
to the big finale in Midgar. Yeah, but okay, that's great. But I'm not going to go. I don't know. It, mm. That doing a price tag like that is absolutely asinine to say that I'm going to do sixty dollars for this one and then sixty dollars for the, it's sixty, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be a sixty. Fuck price full. that, dude. That's, yeah, that's that's fucking that's, that's atrocious. There's they should not. That's sh- I don't know. That's to me is absolutely asinine to be to take a game and it's dirt to me. It's dirty and underhanded. Like I get it. Forty hours of content or whatever else, but even still, like that's not even a. a a dollar per hour worth of time and like in most cases i'd be like okay cool but like you want to charge me forty dollars i could maybe be behind it maybe be behind well, especially it. especially considering how most of the story is is mm-hmm. what 15 20 year old story like right. it's, it's not like we haven't seen a lot of the story before i would i would understand if it was like a complete rehash of it, the actual storyline and, and people right. and people in chat are saying yeah but people buy the same cod and fifa every year but that's different this is a this is one game that is being busted up into episode episodic content to where realistically they could just release the fucking thing as a whole and for one price but they're choosing not to it's very hard not to see this as being a cash grab to say oh well, we could just break this up and grab money from it like it's not that's like saying if okay i'm gonna charge for the single player versus of cod which not saying activision is not trying to figure out how to fucking do this but i'm gonna charge for the single player version of cod i'm gonna charge for the multiplayer version of cod i'm gonna charge for every single mode that cod does and Mm. you know uh, and then all the dlc like this is yes people are good so it is a 60 dollar price tag and it's a trilogy so it's three parts 60 bucks each (laughs) 30 hours worth of main content and then an extra 30 of side content is what they're, uh, they're that's quoting. Fucking, uh, that's $180 for a fucking game is ridiculous, dude. Like, that's... I, I'm i I'm fine with this as long as there's enough content within each installment to justify a full price. Yeah. I'm, I go heavily on the dollar per hour mindset, and yeah. I personally don't enjoy the Final Fantasy VII storyline enough to like justify buying the whole thing but if the game's fun enough and there's enough side content to make like keep me coming back like enough side games enough of all that stuff i'll be fine with it i i don't think the final fantasy 7 story is that good i'm interested to see how they expand upon it and justify what they're pushing forward I, I yeah, just interesting. I don't would know. you think that they should have a lower price point for each episode or like you know, even I mean, I'd say like a lower price would be fair. Like maybe it would be fair. Twenty bucks I, to thirty. I, it, it all depends on how much stuff's in the game. Like I said, right. it's it's hard to justify a thirty dollar price tag when there's sixty to a hundred hours worth of content. And this is going to be the smallest segment that they're saying. They're right. Saying once they get into parts two and three, there's are going to be even bigger games than this one. So here's my issue with with this, and I think I, I think I could probably speak for Enigma very closely. Is that I guarantee fucking to you that this is cutting room floor shit. Like this is stuff that got cut out and whatever oh, yeah, else, and yeah. they are just saying, "Oh, from you know what? Ago, Let's." You think? Uh, well, I, no, I'm not saying from ever ago. I'm saying that they they designed this game, and then some fucking you know idiot behind like that's crunching numbers was just like, "Oh, well, let's let's just." 
chop up what the game into three pieces and we're going to pick up some of the pieces that are over here on the floor and we're going to shove them yeah, into the thing and we're going to charge mm -hmm. it for 60 bucks well, and we're going to say it's, it's side the, content fuck you it's, man it's, like, the, it's the new way of doing things like i've been i've been seeing a lot of it coming out with a with some of these newer newer games that are coming out where they'll they'll completely dismantle a game just for the sole purpose of being able to charge even more money well, on top of what they already let's do. let's be realistic here square is not exactly the best company as far yeah. as trying to milk their audience they've remade pretty well every or remastered because you slap an hd texture pack and then market it at 30 oh, yeah. bucks <laughs> they, right. they've done that with pretty well every one of their games there's a port to every system out there and mm -hmm. they're definitely in it for the money but to their credit, from the time that they announced that this game was coming out, they've never said that it was going to be a single game experience and then took that back. It's always been either they didn't say what it was going to be or they uh, said it was going to be episodic. They, they've never tried to change the narrative on that, I guess, and I can give them credit for that. They've stuck with that since pretty well the first trailer. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think is going to be next? Do you think they're going to charge you twenty bucks to give Tifa some bigger badonkadonks? <laughs> no, they're no, they're going to charge you per summon. You want to? You want this summon? It's five bucks. That's that's the next. That's the next mode. Is I think they're going to. There's going to be a battle pass. I think. Let here. Look, let me let me solve this for you guys. You guys want this content? There's plenty of places that you can go and download a ROM uh, and an emulator <laughs> and get the same fucking experience. I mean, yeah, it's not gonna be as pretty, but it's the same goddamn story and experience and the way it's meant to be played for free, like yeah. on a ROM. Or go buy yourself a PlayStation for twenty bucks and the game for maybe seven, and right, and you can enjoy it for under thirty dollars. Like, let's, let's, I, let's, let's I, pause. Let's, let's pause right there. Preach Patch podcast to members' <laughs> opinions do not. <laughs> yes, they, Back to we, 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 do, we do not condone the uh... <laughs> the use of an emulator. Yes, that's great. Right, right. Sit in does the game. It. Back to the game itself. Um, as it holds up fundamentally as a game, it's very good. Uh, the only issues I'm concerned about is. Cloud felt amazing. Cloud felt very fleshed out. He's got two stances. He's got different combos. He's got a bunch of stuff going for him. And then you swap over to Barrett, and it's just hold the machine gun down. Yeah, it's reload yeah. and stuff like that. It, it, it's a different play style, but it felt really boring. In well, he's also he's also not a main character though, right? He's a side character. Well, so in the original, he was. He, he, he's a main character. Yeah, he's the main character yeah. in the original. I mean, Cloud is the main character. He, he's uh, the the other characters have always been a side character. They might be a main portion of the story, but they've always been a side character. It's always that, been that, about Cloud is, and Sephiroth. That is true. Yeah, Cloud is the central protagonist. Yeah. Uh, well, um, so that's that's but where still I think... if you're gonna if you're gonna give somebody playability over a character, yeah. I I would want right. more of a no, I, I, I and I and I understand he's the gunner character. He's the guy that's meant to sit back in the back. And just pop caps. I understand yeah. that. And from what I've seen with uh, of what they've shown in gameplay trailers, Tifa looks like she's really fleshed out. It seems like all the melee characters are really fleshed out, but all the mage style characters are going to be a little meh. You think you think that might be a limitation from the fifteen from the Final Fantasy fifteen combat uh, port that they did? Maybe no, they, they I didn't don't really... because they with the DLCs that came out, they gave each of the. Uh, the other characters playability and they had a gunner that played 
pretty interestingly in that with Prompto. They actually made him very fun to play. He has like dodges, he has quick shoots, he has yeah. like little snipe events inside of his combat segments. He's a lot of fun. They didn't yeah. have, but they didn't I've, have I've, a magic caster, right? Team, so. they, they, have an, they didn't really have a magic caster though, did they? There was no magic in 15. All the magics were like consumables. You built like they were called spells, but they are basically grenades. You put a whole bunch of elements together, threw an item yeah. in, and then it did an effect whenever you threw it onto the field. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think, and again, that's that's the thing. Like, honest to God, I think that the better play here would have been to not even do seven. Like, I think if you're going to, you, you, this, you know, this is Final Fantasy 16, you know, different characters. You know, the amount of like, and let's be honest, the amount of time and effort they spend into this, like to not have to do a storyline. But I mean, you don't get the nostalgia sales off of that. Right. Yeah, well, what I, well, here's let me let me let me finish. Right. Let me finish. You do seven. You do seven the way seven's supposed to be done. Right. You re you remaster seven. Like, that's what nostalgia wanted was not a remake. We wanted a remaster. We wanted seven to look what how seven looked with this time frame, this graphics, this capability. And we wanted to play seven the way it wanted to be played, like how, how we played it before. You then come out with this of being either it's a side path of seven with the completely different name, Crisis Core, whatever the fuck you want to do with it. But it's its own complete thing. And I don't think you have as much backlash because it's like, well, this is not this isn't seven. This is the side part of seven. There's something different. Right. This is something that we've never experienced before. You know, what I, like. I just I feel I like I, I don't know about that because like like the the whole allure of the seven remake for me was the fact that they took it into more of an action combat, you yes, know, yeah, uh, way I'm, of playing. I'm the one one thing I'll say is the, the gameplay itself feels good. I don't yeah. I, of all the things to criticize this remake over. The gameplay itself is the weakest critique I could give. You can critique the price point. You can critique them selling it in episodic format you can critique all that but the gameplay itself it's gonna be it a really solid. fun game to play yeah. it is gonna be a lot of fun i just it's not that i'm critiquing the game like let me make sure i'm clear it's not that i'm critiquing the gameplay style i believe in that style i like the action combat system style i think that because of the name and what the nostalgia brings to it that that hampers it, it does take a hit in my opinion again i'm only one person and it is what it is but in my opinion it takes a hit because of that like because of the fact that this is seven i played seven before and what it was this is not it like and from a gameplay perspective from a storyline perspective whatever but from a gameplay perspective this is not my seven that's just I'm me gonna, i'm gonna say one more thing and i'm not picking on you Okay, There's three pick. games technically in the uh, the seven universe right now, and only one of them plays in a turn-based system. Uh, Crisis Core was an action RPG, and Dirge of Cerberus was a third-person shooter. Right, but when so you this, say when you say, so, I'll I'll fire back. Whenever you say Final Fantasy VII to the n majority of people, do they come back and be like, "Oh yeah, Crisis Core," or do they go, or do they go, "Oh, Final Fantasy VII," like? Th th that's my thing like final fit like the majority it's of the population the, the most played of those right like that's my thing is that i'm not you know I, I could be like oh yeah bicycle you know whatever i'm gonna go on a ride on a bicycle but i'm gonna pull out a fucking unicycle or or, or a tandem bicycle most people aren't gonna think that when i say bicycle <laughs> i mean a fucking tandem two-seater they think uh, the single seater like that's all that's all i'm saying like and again i may be completely no, wrong I, I, call, I get it. call me old man sin but it just you know. I mean, you are old man soon. I get it. Yeah, I'm just saying they've, take, they've taken this this particular universe into action routes and been moderately to above 
moderately successful with it in the past. And I, I, yeah. I think it'll be, I think that will be fine. I think if you think, played it, you might change your tune on it a little bit. Like I, if you played I, the demo I, and stuff. I mean, I played it I, at E3. <laughs> like, I think that I think the main allure is going to be the fact that the, you've got the people that have been playing 15. They're they're the newer generation. They're wanting to get into Final Fantasy a little bit. They're hearing from all their you know their like their brother or their or their father or whatever you know whoever's been able to play Final Fantasy 7 originally that Final Fantasy 7 was a staple in the community right. And I think it's going to be one of those things where it's it not only is is Square Enix trying to kind of milk the nostalgia but i think they're also just trying to give i a, a, a more easy route to get into some of the older final fantasies yeah to the newer generation through this and i mentioned that in my video too like you have yeah. to take into account this is bringing a, a whole new generation, generation of gamers and whole a lot of this modern generation isn't going to buy into that old style combat it's dated it is dated unfortunately yeah. as much as i love the old school turn based system you wouldn't be able to make a game today with that system and have it sell as well as it did back then bullcrap bullcrap sorry but bullcrap dude look at look, baldur's gate is going the complete opposite direction baldur's gate 3 is going from action rpg combat to a turn-based system like but that's that's already a niche community as is those guys are t table toppers yeah I was, I was about to say that's 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 a dnd community already so is like, final you're, fantasy you're... final fantasy is there for a certain type of experience story summons it was it hasn't been that way for 15 plus years at this point no, I think I agree with Bill. I think I'd rather play something that's more even, of an action even combat. thirteen. Which you can't even last... talk. You haven't played the original. Exactly. <laughs> I'm saying 13. I'd rather go to something like that. Well, yeah, but see, Scruffy is a perfect, uh, yeah. a perfect example of that. It right? appeals he's, to me more. I've never, never played that kind of style, yeah. so you, I don't. He's think somebody I want that has now. never played seven before, but and instead yeah. of going and, and redoing what Gen Zers are ruining my gaming experience. God, I bet you prefer the Michael Bay's. You know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 to the original, huh? Or, or have you seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No, I don't like TMNT. <laughs> oh, my this God. Is this is where I wish I had a uh, a fucking soundboard that does the little OK Boomer <laughs> right. bullshit. That okay, Enigma, you can't do that because I know damn good and well that you prefer the... Uh, I do. I, I do. Exactly, but I also so. understand where you, where these guys are coming from. Yeah. Like, again, it's it's a, an easier route. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate because I'm, I'm yeah. from the generation that loved the turn-based but mm -hmm. it, it, it's it's of the past square is already solidifying what they want to do with the future of the games with kingdom hearts 3 with the new final fantasy 7 the last turn-based game that they had which was final fantasy 13 was still like mostly actiony like if you watch that game it's they could have very easily turned that into a hack and slash and it would have been fine it, it's just the way that genre of game is going uh, yeah and i mean Again, it, it, honestly, it's my, 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 my hang up, my hang up is literally the fucking name. Like it's the name, like change the name, do a different game, do, do a new, you know, it's, it's not in that universe and we're fine. Like I would be okay. But the fact that you're saying that it's seven, the fact that you're, but you it know, is seven. Yeah, but right. But that's what I'm it's saying. A, it's, 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 it's a remake, not a remaster. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's my. He, that's, he, he would prefer a remaster over a remake. Right. I mean, I, I agree with that. We, we talked right. about Which this. Which is last what week, we thought right? we were going to get with the classic. Yeah. Right? We, 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 we talked about them. this last week where we, we said the exact same thing that we think that it should have been a remake rather than just a remaster. But that's that's just a that's just a terminology thing. Honestly. It is. Right. And, I, and again, I'm not saying that the game is not good. All I'm saying is that 
in my perspective, it's just, it to me feels like a slap in the face because it's just like, that's not, se it's not seven. Like it's, it's mm -hmm. great. I know it's the same story. It's the same characters or whatever else, but it's, it's not seven. And in a movie, you can do that. I, I can, you know, again, Michael Bay has ruined my childhood with Transformers and fucking TMT, like TMNT. But, you know, uh, in a game where I'm playing it and I am the person controlling it, it's it's a different experience. You know what I mean? Like, don't fuck with my childhood. Like, don't just. And that's that's mm -hmm. valid. I'm I'm not going to. I've already picked on you enough. On I'm, a big, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big boy. I can take it. It's okay. <laughs> but it's that's valid, and I I think they are aware that taking it into an action RPG route, you're gonna lose some of your nostalgia. But mm -hmm. I think you're gonna keep a lot just because of how good the gameplay actually feels, and that new audience coming in is gonna make up for yeah. anybody that's like stuck on the old style. And I. Am torn apart about how classic mode is. I'm I'm with you on that. I wanted the option to be able to play it turn based. It's unfortunate that's not the case. I still think it's going to be fun. I'm still going to end up getting at least part one to see how it plays out, and that will determine what I do with the future pieces. I, I do I do think it's priced way too much. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Either yeah. way, yeah, we yeah. can all agree on the fact that 180 dollars for a goddamn video game busted up into three pieces is fucking stupid. Like, yeah, that is dumb. That's fucking ridiculous. Um. So, um, well, cool. Well, we, well, we, we're glad to have had that kind of piece because like I said, we didn't get to really, we talked about it, but we didn't get to really talk about it, um, la, la, um on last, uh, episode. So, mm -hmm. um, also, uh, one of my chats said that, uh, there's a rumor that red, uh, 13 is not going to be playable. And if that's the case, Ooh. then fuck everything about this game. Yeah, I understand if, they, he, if he's not playable in this first part, because he's just discovered at the end of this first part. And I think he was a guest. He was what they called a guest character, one that like fought on its own, but you didn't control it. That's fine. But if he's not playable in the other two parts, there's going to be problems. Yeah, if, if, they, if they don't pop him in, because he, he was a major staple. Like oh, yeah. Even for being a non-playable character, he was a major staple. Yeah. Love the actual, he, he, he's going to be in the original or in the part one. He's probably going to fight with you. You're probably not going to be able to control him. But if he's not controllable later that's going to be that's going to piss rough. a lot of people yeah. off hmm. i'm also interested Anyways, to see how, how the summons i do want to see how the summons work because seven was one of the first times that summon like we had you had summons previous to that but seven really set the bar for where summons went like went to because i think if i'm not as saying corrected but if i'm wrong but uh, wasn't seven the first time that we actually saw summons in 3D? Like that was the first 3D sprited. This is the first. This is the first 3D Final Fantasy period. No, no, no. I'm yeah, but seven was. I mean, seven was on the PlayStation was still a poly polygonal, but it was still a 3D style game. Like it, yeah, like yeah, yeah. That's what I'm, so that's what I'm saying. Like Final Fantasy. Like so, the summons are very very crucial here to hit. And I the 15 summons, if it's like that. <sighs> I'm okay. Uh, it's not. It's <laughs> not. The, the the way the summon system works in this is it's going to be materia-based like it was in the original. You take the summon materia, you put it into your gear somehow, some way, and then you actually summon that character, and you get to control that summon on the battlefield. You actually get to control moves. How do you do Knights does. of the Nine? Or Knights of the... Or right, no, what is it? Uh, we don't know. The only one we've seen so far is Eat Free, but he was 100% playable in that regard. It takes that's really fucking. That's really fucking weird. 
Yeah, I think the way they did it is whoever summons the person stays on the battlefield. The other two characters kind of get pushed off, and then it's you, like, that person that's summoned, and then the summon itself, and you can bounce back between those two. As long and as Leviathan was shown, they, but... They, they, they need Leviathan, they need Garuda, and they need... Yeah, uh, I think they're going to have all the summons from Seven. I don't know how playable or what their rules are going to be, like in-game. All we know is that Leviathan was shown and is most likely going to be playable. Ifrit was definitely playable. Yeah. That's that's weird. I don't know. <laughs> that's weird to me. Uh, okay. Well, um, yeah, so uh, moving on um, to <laughs> other other <laughs> topics. I mean, <laughs> we spent, let's oh, that, was, that was a stuttered fucking transition. What? Okay. Like, awesome. So Let's talk about other playable characters that you can do oh in God. video games um, and <laughs> summon things. Professional. Uh, <laughs> hey, that, that was better than... <laughs> uh, okay, well, I don't know how we transition from that into fucking coronavirus and not and canceling oh shit. God. So you summon... Okay, so like you summon Bahama and it completely destroys the entire world. We now have summoned the coronavirus that has completely destroyed the world. There, there's your... Is that a good enough transition for you, fucker? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, like that's, that's good. God almighty. Confirmed to me also that Red is going to be playable in the next in the other two parts. He's just not going to be at the end of this game. So that makes, he, that he, makes he, sense. he will be in the other ones, yeah. which is good. It, it does make sense. Yeah. <sighs> well, see, now you ruined my, my transition. I, know, transitioned. Well, I, I think we went back. Fuck. We got to tra transition Fuck. again. God Please. dang it. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to put you on quarantine, Bill. So, like Bill being in quarantine, so did a lot of our conferences get in quarantine. Um, so, uh, obviously, um, that's not social distancing. Get yourself at least six feet away from Scruffy. Um, in any case, uh, so, uh, obviously... We're not really going to dive into the coronavirus one. Um, and what I will say, and I think I can speak for the entire podcast is uh, please don't get your information from a fucking podcast or from streamers out there. They are not um, health professionals. They are not government mm -hmm. officials. They are not a knowledgeable body uh, to get your stuff. And I swear to fucking God, if you're getting information from Casey Tron or anybody else that's on the goddamn Internet, you're a fucking <laughs> moron. So um, please don't do that. Uh, what are you talking about, man? I got I got a hypothetical fucking degree in 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 coronavirus. Um, 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 congratulations! Is it because you bought a twelve pack and you're yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so in any case, uh, what I will say is that uh, you know, with this being a very serious thing, I mean, a lot of this stuff has kind of um. You know, a lot of the events have been canceled, right? Um, you know, you have yeah, E3, yeah. E3's been canceled. All of, them, all of these, right? you know, uh, it's a very weird time for gaming. Um, but what I, I, to me, what I see coming out of this is actually, I think, what the evolution of what the art industry is going to become, right? I think this really pushes forth the matter of, is it needed to have these big expensive ass conferences where everybody comes together? Like, trust me, there's someone that went to it that dreamed of going to E3 and went to an E3. Yeah. It's like, Oh my God, I, I've made it to Nirvana. I'm in Valhalla. Like, this is it. Like kill me now. I'm, I'm done. Like, yes, to have that experience is great, but the reality of it from a business perspective and from just an industry perspective, it's a waste of money. It's a waste of time. It's a big, it's a, it's a, Hey, look at my dick. It's bigger than your dick. Like, um, kind of, 
show. And I mean, we've been seeing companies pull out of these conferences left and right anyway before this. So I just want to kind of get your guys' opinion on what the fuck are you ha- is in your hand? <laughs> what is that oh, thing? I'm, I'm, I'm doing hand exercises. I'm, uh, my uh, tendonitis has been flaring uh, up again. Okay. So I, I didn't know if, if it's it was... distracting. I no, can, I just didn't I know can... what it was. What the fuck <laughs> it was? It's a tentacle. Goddamn ADD fucking podcast right now. We're like, oh my god, there's stuff moving on the screen. Um, but, uh, I wanted to get your guys' opinion on, you know, kind of this, because again, to me, it just kind of puts forward the thought that this is what we should be doing. Like we should be doing a more digital kind of conferencing, at least for like E3 and these kind of events where it is more about what you're presenting versus the big flash show, you know, uh, kind of thing. It it, it kind of ties into what I wanted to talk about with the E3 cancellation cancellation in the first place was like, you, you know, we, we've been hearing about little rumbles for the past like two, three months. If, if mm-hmm. E3 was even going to be a thing, even prior to the whole uh, COVID-19 situation in the first place, we were hearing that, you know, their announcer had pulled out. He wasn't going to be doing the announcement where he had been doing. I can't remember his name. But he's He's been doing their announcements for years and years and years. Uh, Jeff, um, not Jeff Keeley, is it? Keeley, yeah, I yeah, think that was okay. it. He 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 basically got ousted or or left at least. Um, we heard news that PlayStation wasn't going to be showing up again, which wasn't a big surprise. PlayStation hasn't been showing up for a good Three like years four now? years, so after yeah. four years, yeah. um, we already knew that Nintendo wasn't going to show up because Nintendo hasn't been showing up for like a good five to six years at E3. Well, and let me say they didn't do their press conference there. They yeah. have a massive fucking bo- like booth like though. They I think a lot of people don't understand because they're not there. Like they don't do a, a presentation like a big ass presentation showcase, but they are fucking there in mass. Like they mm-hmm. they hold almost the, the way it's set up is you have the South Expo Hall and then and the North Expo Hall. And I should I should say they don't do any of their the major announcements yeah. in E3, and they haven't done a major announcement in E3 for a very long time when it comes to their actual consoles and the stuff that they've been doing with them, right? So it's it's one of those things where I've been I've been thinking this to myself like last year, even last year I was sitting there thinking to myself like, is is E3 even going to be a thing in another two or three years? Because with we we see a trend going on with with multiple multiple different I. Uh, you know, like console directs, like uh, uh, Xbox, they were talking about it not not coming late last year. I remember that. Uh, PS, obviously, Sony and PlayStation haven't been going for a long time. What's what's the draw once all these big names kind of leave? Mm-hmm. There's no reason to go to E3 at that point, right? There, there's very specific reasons why people go to these kind of conventions, and it's to see these kinds of things with the the playstation 5 release announcements with the xbox 360 and the xbox announcements right we haven't seen that for a long time other than from xbox which they've been going on doing their own thing right now right which they could do themselves easily like they're a huge company they could be doing the exact same thing that sony's doing with playstation right just putting on an xbox direct so that that was my biggest thing is it's like why are we even going to this? Like, why is E3 even a thing? Like, it's it's honestly more of a hassle than I, I think that it's, you know, a boon to the, the gaming community these days. As personally. somebody who's never been to one of these events, has the, like, attendance been going down over the past few years? Could that be, like, spurring, like, it's not worth putting the resources into? Uh, uh, so I, I don't think so. It, it's not. So the attendance from a press perspective is not there. Um, that is why they open the doors to 
consumers to be able to buy tickets. Um, e three obviously used to only be a press event. Like you get, mm -hmm. if you, you had to be pressed to get into it. Mm -hmm. Um, now it is an event where you can absolutely buy tickets and, and go to it as a normal gamer. Um, and they have different badges that say like press and things like that. And there are certain spots that you can't get into from a press, like uh, if you're a gamer and that you can only get to from press and that's where games are played that you can't like, they'll show a demo of some shit, but you're not going to like play it. Like Cyberpunk had one last year where they did like a a back out of the way thing that only press was a, was a allowed to be at. So they actually let no they let at E three last year they let gamers play that. They let gamers play. Uh, Cyber, yeah, they had like was a gamer line. Um, no, th th there's there's only like certain things that press would be able to get extended amounts of time with gotcha. um, uh, with it, but uh, it's or be able to skip lines and like that, but attendance has dropped um over the years it's not as buzzy as what it used to be um but i mean again a lot of that is because our landscape has changed i mean the, the gaming landscape is is not it's not what it was no, i mean it's, it's not it's not exclusives anymore it's not like the big i mean i, I think i think right. a lot of it has to do with that as well as the fact that again the the reason for you to go to those types of of conventions was to see the things that you wanted to see like the playstation releases yeah all the announcements the Xbox and stuff. releases and if 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 sony's pulling out there's no reason for that subsection of the community to even go at that point they're right. they're, they're not going to go they're not going to spend their money on e3 if they can just spend their money on sony's reveal right right mm -hmm. well not even just that too but like a lot of this stuff because these games aren't exclusive anymore i mean if i don't see it from sony okay cool i'll see it from xbox like i'll see yeah. it from you know, it'll be on a PC or whatever else. I mean, what I spent the majority of my time doing at E3, I mean, obviously I was there for work, but a lot of it was actually spending it at indie places. It was in the indie booth sections where it was like stuff that you didn't get to hear about, things that you didn't get to know, you know, existed or whatever else. And they're so shoved off in this like little subsection of a thing um, because these companies buy up these massive spaces. Um, you know, I feel like it just proves like this... I, I just let me say I hope that this goes I hope this goes well. I hope these digital formats go well because I think that all that it does is put more money back into the game development. It puts more money back into these companies of actually saying, like, hey, like let's let's not spend this massive show, right? And it really lets us get down to the nit and gritty. Now, what I will say is that and this kind of segues into some of the other conversations that we have, and I'm trying to do a beautiful segue for you, Enigma, because I want to make sure that it flows properly. As, as long as it's not just, uh, Jesus be fun. Christ, uh, is that they, you know, like play, like PlayStation's release, their, their PlayStation 5 fucking conversation. Did you listen to the hour and 45 minutes of what that was? Anybody listen to any so. of that? No, no, no. Okay. Do any of you guys have a fucking architectural or, or engineering degree? Nope, but I, I heard, I heard you pretty <laughs> much had to be a fucking rocket science yeah. to, to figure there, out. The I'm not fuck fucking kidding you. So I sat and watched that hour, hour, almost two hour long fucking conference. Right. And I swear to God, I walked out of that and was like, I'm pretty sure I can either land a rover on Mars or I can at least get fucking <laughs> close to build a goddamn ball, rocket yeah. because <laughs> I, like, I'm not kidding when they're talking about like, oh, and and if we can show you these two different graphs that show like sound noises in the CPU RAM mm. protocols that we brought down <laughs> 7.2 decibels that blocked out the interference and interpedes. I'm like, 
bro, just show me that like the jiggle physics of these of dead or alive is going to be better than what it was on five four or like just well, it's, you know I mean, and, and see that's that's always been an, honestly an issue that i've had with these these big conventions when it comes to like like actually being there and watching the developers is that just how how cringy and how just un unbelievably hard it is to understand some of them sometimes and it's like i get it i understand it you're you're either a game developer or you're uh you're a console developer they're they're not usually the best with social interactions right but that i i don't know it's it's bad it, that was a it, press it, conference really though yeah, like that's a fucking really press conference bad. that you announced to the public and yeah. live streamed like Dude, if I have to hear the word teraflop one more fucking time, I swear <laughs> to God, I'm gonna terra slap somebody. Like it just is. I don't. I don't give a shit. I mean, obviously, I'm a PC gamer anyway, so I could give two fucks about the Xbox X and or whatever the fuck it's called and the PlayStation Five. Like, I don't give a shit. Like either mm -hmm. way, but like to me, I want to know is is the new Xbox gonna have Steam? Like that's what we've heard, you know, rumors about, right? Are they gonna be built on a on a an X10 um, or Windows 10 or whatever the next Windows platform is, where they're gonna be able to be booted into Windows, right? Are we basically getting a kind of down mini tower? Yeah, a mini PC. I mean, that that's essentially what it is. Like, I I don't I don't give a fuck about what kind of dampening impedance which i'm not kidding you was a word that was used like i don't give a shit about what your cpu how it can negate sound that's going to affect the overall thread capacity of how well this thing runs like who gives a shit who sat there during that thing and was like fuck you know what fuck the xbox because i'm you only you know there's a Honestly, point two percent of the population people. that was just rock hard for that yeah, entire thing there was probably some people like whisper like, oh. in my ear one more time and i'm yeah. about to tear a pop uh, okay <laughs> I, i'm i'm sure congratulations like <laughs> there was there was great. about 20 it was about 10 to 20 percent of people that were doing the the fucking transition sound that you just made <laughs> yeah sure like I, I get it i don't i don't know man it's just again it, like it's it's catering to a, a niche of the this uh, the consumer base that that actually cares but yeah but this shows me right. of how fucking out of touch like this reminds me of of sony being out of touch when sony like with the playstation 3 right like for, I think for the longest time we can say like Xbox has been way missing the mark. Like the Xbox one series, like their whole, this entire generation has been really a kind of a like, Oh fuck moment. Right. When you go from like the Xbox 360 to the Xbox one, the Xbox 360 dominated the market. Xbox yeah. one, they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Like they were going in 17 different directions and whatever else. And they kept touting like all this PCU power or whatever. That's where Teraflop started. Like, thanks. You know, and so, but then PlayStation with the PlayStation 3 to me always seemed like it was just like going after the wrong market, man. Like, people, like, you know, Krovid says in my chat, like, all I care about are exclusives. That's it. Like, the people, the, the community doesn't give a shit. Like, yeah, great. You're catering to yeah. the 1%. Like, mm -hmm. you know, just okay nobody gives a fuck as long as it runs it looks great it can produce in high quality and i guarantee you that the only thing that's going to matter is that they're going digital foundry is going to rip it to shreds and let me know how many fps i can get at the highest setting and which one of these fuckers is lying about being 4k and or 8k and not like that's it and then at that point that's going to be the only mood point and then it's going to go down to games right and exclusives and, and what they can do i mean that that's 
So it, to me, it just reminds me of Sony way missing the mark with their kind of marketing strategy with this. Um, especially, I, I think the the issue with the PS3 for a lot of people that I talked to wasn't that they were missing the mark. Like the, the system itself was fine. It was just way overpriced. That was a five ninety nine console in a three ninety nine market. Oh, see, that's, there that's was a lot be, that was that's wrong. That's going to be a situation. That's this be a new one's supposed to be over in the seven hundreds. Yeah, I think is that's what it's estimated. That's what that's what because Sony's platform. Right. Xbox is not. Xbox is no, said. Yeah, the new the new S uh, PS five. Yeah, X, like Xbox is, Yeah, Xbox said that they are going. That I mean, again, Phil Spencer said, and and Phil Spencer isn't necessarily the one to always keep his word, but he's pretty good about it. Said that they are going to be at a at a five hundred and under price tag. Which, if that's the yeah. case, good on that's, them. I'm impressed. Right. Even at five hundred, though, that's a that's a that's I'm still bad. beating I, PlayStation price tag, man. But I also heard of the PlayStation is going to be five fifty. I've heard it's estimated to be a lot more. I, I, okay. I don't know. That's just what I've heard. I heard the price of production went up on it more than they were expecting when they made that. Yeah. But I didn't know if they've actually jumped the sure price will. on it. Well, yeah, it's it's we'll estimated right now. It's it, Nothing's been released by them. Yeah, but okay. okay. Here's here's my thing, too. Like, I, again, old man sin, whatever you want to tell, call me. Like, you know, I get it. Like, you go watch Bill because he's sexy and beautiful, and you go watch Scruffy because he's sensible. You come to watch me to, like, I rant and rate and poop on my diaper. Like, the thing about yeah. it is that, let, like, let's get past this, guys. Like, the system that you're buying, it's not, like, it's cheap. People that play on PC, we've been building rigs that cost anywhere upwards of, you know, $500 gets us a cheap rig. That yeah. You know, so we're used to playing for that. Like, it's right. time to get out of the console. Like, if that's what you want, keep your Xbox One. Like, if you want the newest, latest, greatest shit... Fucking pony up and and see, that's, pay that's the money what for I was it. saying like, is like if 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 it is if like baseline it is at a five hundred dollar price range, like when you're looking at it at least at least when I look at it and I'm like man it, like for five hundred dollars I could either get a an Xbox whatever their fuck they're called I think is going to be like Ruby or some shit I could either get one of those or I could go and build a PC for five hundred dollars and get better performance out of it, right? Yeah, right. I mean it just so. At the end of the day, I think to me, it's in, in going, you know, getting back all on, on the, the E3 thing and the digital stuff. Like to me, it's I think these press conferences are good. I think doing it this way in a digital format is good. But when you do it, when it's say nothing but per spe spec per stuff, and especially because yeah. this is the first time we saw the PlayStation 5. Like this mm -hmm. is the first time we heard anything about it. And yeah, this is what you fucking do. Like it, it definitely should have had a little bit better, a little bit more pizzazz, a little bit better of a bang for that first like like when when it comes to like xbox the new xbox when they announced it it was hey by the way we're remaking halo and hey by the way the new halo is coming out oh and hey by the way it's also going to be coming out on the new fucking console right, right? like and, so and it was it was like bam 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 and, and people were like oh, oh my god holy shit yeah what's the, what the i mean what's going on but with playstation it was like like, like you said it was it was like a it almost felt like a, a fucking like stock market meeting. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and if you look at the trends, like if you look at social media as like kind of what people are saying, like it used to be that PlayStation dominated kind of the the yeah. play space. Now it's everyone is saying I'm going to buy the new Xbox One X, or or whatever the fuck this thing. What is this thing called? Xbox X? Is that what it's called? Xbox well, Xbox Series, Series X. X. Series yeah, X. Yeah. Okay, God, fuck these names. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, this you know xxs or xxx 
L system, triple, whatever the triple X. Yeah, the, the only the only fans edition, whatever the fuck it is. If, if, if they name it triple X, I just want a picture of Vin Diesel. On it. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, well, if it's anything like the the Fast and Furious game, please, dear God, oh, don't god. give me that. Oh god! No, um, but uh, Xbox sex from here on out. Yeah, the sex yep. box. The, the it's sex. my sex <laughs> box. <laughs> They're taking um, notes from uh, Elon Musk yeah, then, right? Like uh, yeah, to kind of to kind of get it back on the rails with it like with the with the uh with the way that things have been turning out because of the the covid situation i think it's pushing us into a better a better situation with it when it comes to like these new uh releases and everything like that i, I think it's going to be less of an issue of people you know going in buying these tickets for these big these big conventions and then not getting to where they need to go to see what they want to see because that's a, that's one thing that i've i've heard a lot of with like press and like streamers and stuff when it comes to like getting to these certain events like e3 it's thousands mm -hmm. of dollars you, you don't you, you well it's, it's thousands of dollars and you don't get to where you want to go half the time like no, you, I mean, you're there and you you bliss you miss out on a lot of stuff like you're you're at one section of the portion and people are like hey did you see this and you're like no i didn't i was fucking stuck in the line this, for the this. cyber the right. cyberpunk line luck, luckily because i again i went there for work um i got to kind of skirt this but the cyberpunk line was a four and a half hour wait and yeah. that was yeah, that's ridiculous that wasn't even the longest line i think the if i'm not mistaken the longest line was for final fantasy and i think that that one was a six and a half to almost seven hour wait you're talking about an entire day at this convention to you're, you're legitimately stuck in a line for six to eight hours right. to play one game when you could be like honestly you could have gotten a lot more bang for your buck if you just would have paid fucking watched it online and watched yeah, all, yeah. The, all the reveals so yeah. uh yeah i mean so it's i mean we were able to cover kind of two topics there um in that that whole thing but i mean it just i don't know i mean i, with, I mean plus you don't also have to pay for you know transportation and, and tickets it just is and it's it's, it's fucking outrageously expensive. hotels driving you know it's in san diego or where's it at i don't yeah, know exactly. it's nowhere because covid yeah, yeah, right. convention center and well it used area. to be yeah and yeah. you know how hard it is to travel around down there oh, like I it's do indeed it's ridiculous it sucks it sucks yeah. the, the, the la area sucks in general yeah back yeah. to how you brought this in though uh sin i think that this virus coming through it's just like you were saying initially it's kind of pushed the fast forward button on where the industry was already going with these kinds of meetings well i think mm -hmm. it, not only just that but like bringing this into a real world perspective and outside of you know on this the pre-patch podcast we also talk about real world shit right and obviously we're not going to talk about medical things but the one thing is, is like to be 100 honest man like this is nature's way of saying guys either you fucking fix this shit or we're gonna or i'm gonna fucking do it for you like the reality of it is is that you know, whether you believe it or not, and whether you want to think that it's true or not, like you cannot deny the fact that emissions are down, right? Like uh, pollution, air, our air quality is going up, um, you know, and water quality in the oceans and in places like Venice and over in Italy are down. Like it's just, this should be eye-opening in a lot of ways other than just the fucking gaming industry. Like it should be very eye-opening to see like, hey, you know, th this is we we need to really think about our impact on the world that we live in. Just, We're uh, able to see parts of the globe from satellites that we haven't been able to see in years because the pollution levels have dropped because of this. It's it's really crazy. Right. And yeah. I mean, it's and the, the only thing and I and I know that 
this is a bit, again, a very touchy subject. I mean, we want to make sure that we stay within our guidelines here, but like, it is infuriating to see people that just don't give an absolute shit that are just like, fuck social distancing and fuck this. I'm going to go do whatever the fuck I want. Well, you know what, dude, then fucking shoot yourself into space and let, let's just be done with it. Right. Go get yourself on some fucking dumb, dumb re re Island where you can be all by yourself and, you know, or have the rest of your dumb fucking spring break crew, like go over there and do that, but do not infect the rest of the world because you want to be an idiot. Like, and, so that's what I was talking about on Twitter today was it's, it's like, you know, with with that case in that case it's it's the spring breaker they they need to you know kind of center in the line and, and kind of figure out hey it's it's not me that i have to worry about it's it's the other people around me that this is going to affect right yeah, it's that's, that's the biggest problem is that they're not and they won't well it's yeah, it's, it's ridiculous it's so funny about the we live in a society that is the me too movement right we live in a society about i have to care about everybody else before i care about myself but yet in the moment in time where this happens and this is w literally one of the times where you could be like oh i have to worry about not me getting sick but the person that i'm going to be possibly in coming in contact with and who they are affecting there are people out there that are supposedly these great you know these people that are like oh my god you know a social warrior and they just are basically giving the finger to people and saying fuck you i don't really give a shit like it just shows to me that like if there is a zombie outbreak, these people are fucked. Like there, there is nobody that's going to stop them from going to the beach, like and getting their spring break on. So, have fun drinking yourself into oblivion <laughs> and getting the coronavirus. So, yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, so this is gonna be another one of those things of like, how do we segue this conversation? But uh, <laughs> you know, kind of derail that. Um, but. talking. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's a bunch of games that we've also played, um, you know, because we've right. all been quarantined. Hey, I pulled it off. Uh, since we've all been quarantined, we've been playing kind of these different games. Um, and uh, I've been playing Warzone as well as uh, as um, Vagante. But um, I'm going to let Scruffy and Bill kind of talk, you know, about the games that they've been playing and obviously Enigma as well. Um, before I talk about yeah. Warzone. Well, maybe, uh, Bill, would you want to start off with uh, Sally Face? Because I know I'm I'm very big into Sally Face, too, since I uh, I got you that. Yeah, yeah. Thank you weird, again man. for uh, that gift, by the way. Uh, so Dude, yeah. Beyond fucking to start To start off quarantine, uh, uh, Scruffy, <laughs> Scruffy gifted me Sally Face. The uh, It's a five-part uh, horror adventure side-scroller type game. It's indeed-made. One dude. One single dude. I did some research on it today. It's and crazy just yeah. to see what the team was. It's a single fucking guy, one mm. dude, and it's from 2016 it really to 20, 2016 to 2019. It is, yeah. He did five parts to a game, brought an entire story together, and it was actually one of the best indie games I'm ever I've ever played. Like the story is really really good. It's fucked. It is not for the faint of heart. There are some really, really high tense, really emotional, mm. sensitive moments. But with this kind of genre of game, I've played a lot of them in the past, especially last year during Halloween. They tend to really dwell on those like downer moments. Like they just punch it in like uh, the intro to the Joker movie. It's that level of sad. Like, how can this get any worse? Oh, it just got worse. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. This game didn't really do that. This game, it hits you with the punch. And then let you sit on it for like a minute or two. And then it brought you back into having fun again. 
Mm-hmm. And it, just, it's all with the character development that it does that. Like exactly, you, you love these you... characters. It gets you connect with them almost. Like it. What what's the <laughs> what's the premises the premise behind this game? Okay, so without getting into spoilers, because I highly I know it's an old game. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people haven't played it though, and I highly suggest that they do. Um, it's about a dude that when he was a kid, his him and his mom got assaulted by. I'm assuming it was, they never really said who. It was a guy that was dressed up as a dog or whatnot. But his mom died. He got his face mutilated, and he has a uh, mask that he wears from that. He calls it a prosthetic, but it's it's Fucking just like. Fucking man, dude. It's, it's just a mask, but yeah. it's basically him growing up with the trauma of that. Him and his dad moving into an apartment complex. Him meeting new people at the new place where they're living and then slowly you unravel this giant like cult conspiracy that's taking place within the complex that they live in within the high school that they go to and his friends basically scooby gang it up r-rated style trying to stop this cult from summoning a world ender basically is the character so the character the main character is a dude it yes. is a dude, yeah. It is a dude with blue and, hair and pigtails. And he goes by the name Sally Face because it was uh, originally a name that he was bullied for that so he, uh, he, he adapted to it and yeah, owns it pretty much. And this is being told from, because I think, and again, I'm not trying to, I don't want to give away too much, but I also want the listeners to understand kind of what the game is so they know if they mm-hmm. want to go back and go and play it. Um, this is actually, you're being told from the perspective of Sally Face, but it's also, isn't it being, like, I think I saw a screen or while you were playing, like it's being told from, a uh like he's dialoguing his story right it's it's him so the story is being told like the the past stuff that happened is being told from him to a therapist and during his trial for murder and Mm -hmm. while you play through the game you figure out why he's on trial while he's going to the therapist and the first four chapters take place in that format and then the last chapter moves back forward into the into the present day and concludes the story from that point. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it 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 looked interesting. Like when I watched it playing. I mean, it's not again for me personally. It doesn't it's it's one of those games like I think I would enjoy watching like and experiencing. Uh, and that's that's how I felt exactly, and that's why I actually yeah. wanted Bill to play it for me. <laughs> as selfish <laughs> as that sounds, I'm like I'm gonna buy you this game. You're gonna play it for me, and I'm gonna watch it because I want to watch it. Right. Right. <laughs> And well, he plays those happy. games so well, so I, I knew he would be like the perfect guy to play. It. Happy to do so, but yeah, it's yeah. it's really crazy how good and how like Scruff was saying, the hard hitting punch moments are all about the character development. Mm-hmm. This dude did such a good job, like within. So the game take took probably nine hours total between all five of the parts, but yeah. it gives each of the main characters so much personality that whenever something happens in this world you're in shock you're like physically like reacting and upset about what's going on or pumped whenever something awesome happens there's a few segments at the end that are just like mind-blowing how cool they integrate systems that were in the past into the conclusion of it it's Mm. it's just really really good how it all came together i highly recommend it if you're into more story narrative driven games because there's not a lot of there's not a lot of uh controls to it it's moving it's interacting with things a lot of puzzles but the story is the selling point and boy is it a good story yeah i, I mean i remember i remember turning and seeing i'm not gonna say what i saw but it reminded me something out of seven i was just like 
this is just fucking disturbing. Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> there there are those moments. Yeah, um, definitely. Huh. That's it's interesting. I mean, I, again, uh, those are the kind of things that I think, and you, you got this off of Humble, Humble Bundle, right, uh, Scruff? No, actually, I, I learned about it a couple years back, and I just kind of did more research and found it's out like, what it was. It's like two bucks on Steam. Yeah, okay. yeah well, it, it's like uh, it's three bucks on bucks. Steam, but the yeah. season pass that includes all the episodes is like 11 bucks. So it's like, oh, it? it's, it's like close to a $15 game. So it, yeah, is, is it worth that? Is it worth that price tag? Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's um, generous for that kind of game. Honestly, this, like for the story that you get. Is he, the games that I played of that genre in the past, they tend to sit around the 15, $20 range. Is yeah. there a, does, has he got other games? Or does this person have other games that they've made? I he, this, this sure. is his first game. This is his first game he's taken. So he finished the last chapter mid 2019. He said he's taking the winter into spring to take a break because he burnt himself out. He was a one man dude making every asset to a game because mm-hmm. uh, he didn't have a budget. He said he just wanted to make a game. He had a vision for it and he did it. He's taking a break. He's going to work on another project when he comes back. And then after that project, he said he's most likely going to come back and revisit the Sally Face world and probably do a like part two series. Oh, I didn't hear about that. So he's probably so. Oh, good. I was about to say it's made by Steve Gabry. Gab Gabry. Yeah, yeah. Developed by Portable Moose, it looks like. And Mm -hmm. that's the only that's the only game that this this specific developer's made so far. So Hmm. yeah. So, which means that he's probably going to then come back, revisit it, making an action RPG game where he's going to have something <laughs> called classic mode, and you don't have yeah, to play yeah, the game. Add in all the story, add in all the story, <laughs> stuff something that like got that. To add in. <laughs> yeah. And then charge sixty dollars for every right, episode. Right, it is episodic guy. too. So, yeah. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> it's um, perfect. Uh, that's that's cool. I mean, again, it, it looked very interesting, and for some, like I said, there a lot of our viewers do enjoy those story kind of driven games. Um, yeah. And so uh, it's definitely a game at first glance. You you get caught off guard like what is this but you but really such strange like, art style man yeah I was like, well, immediately when i was watching you play it i was just like the fuck am i watching yeah <laughs> yeah some kind of dude Vincent i, Van I, Gogh I think shit. the base art style is weird. the last chapter flips that on its head like yeah crazy well i mean i think I, that, I think that's just the thing too is like art the art style of a game can really be a big, big draw of that. And it can almost be almost a character in its own right. You know what I mean? Like game, you know, games like Sally face, um, games like Ori (laughs) segment, um, (laughs) in the, in, in the, in the will of the wisp, uh, you know, the art style of those games are almost just as important to the game as the actual game itself. I mean, absolutely. And soundtracks. Oh God. Like, yeah. Dude, I don't know Again, what with Ori. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how Sally's face's soundtrack was, but dude, it was sweet. It's headbanging. Yeah, it's it's totally headbanging heavy shit. Like it's yeah, awesome. So the one the one that I tuned into last night was like some death metal fucking playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was pretty good. Um, but I know in like Ori, yes, like Ori. There's very few games where I warrant buying the soundtrack of, and I buy the soundtrack mm-hmm. to, to. I have bought the soundtrack to both Ori and the Blind Forest and Ori Will of the Wisp. Um. Because it is such an amazing soundtrack, um, you know, and uh, if I, I mean, is it, I know originally, I know I said we were going to talk, Scruffy had to talk about, you know, Hammer Watch and we'll get to it, but are you okay if I talk about Ori? Oh, I mean, no, talk about Ori, uh, yeah, uh, um, I'm into it. You know, so Ori and the Blind, or uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisp, um, don't worry, we'll get to Doom Eternal, chat, we'll get to Doom Eternal, it's, it's on the <laughs> list, it's, it's on the list, we have plenty of time and none of us are going anywhere, um, we can't, the, you know, 
COVID COVID nineteen. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. COVID nineteen. Anyway, uh, but um, so Ori, uh, it, you know, there was Ori in the Blind Forest, which I really think um, a lot of people saw that game and were just blown away. I mean, the story there's there's also very few games that actually hit me emotionally to make me like actually feel something and, and tear up. And that game without having a real without a single word from the characters, right? Like without really anything i mean there i think there, there is there's there's spoken word but it's not in actual language like it's in a in a made-up language that you don't understand and you just see and it's it's very i don't know it's, it's just a very visceral like experience and like when i say and, and i know a lot of people are saying like visceral is not the white word for it but it really is like this this it just it hits you in such a emotional way to to feel what these characters are going through just because of the soundtrack like and, you know, and the artwork is there, but the soundtrack, man, to those games hit so hard. And the same thing in Orion Will of the Wisp, like the Will of the Wisp game, like, you know, uh, without giving too much away, like obviously this happens out of the blind forest. Um, you know, you have saved, uh, uh, you know, their homeland, their home area, and there is a owl that they are taking care of. Well, now this owl hasn't, you know can't fly because it has a busted wing um and it, and it's got like it grew up with like a, a messed up wing well you're seeing it trying to to fly and and it wants to experience the world because it's an, it's it's an owl and you know this like mother father figure and ori are there trying to get it to understand like it's it's just a part of life well they finally he, he is able to fly and then all of a sudden like things go wrong right and you and they end up split up and it's just this moment of like whether you have kids or not or you have something that you care about you know animals or whatever it may be fur babies all of that kind of stuff like someone at some point in time has had a moment where you have been lost and it brings back this like just emotional feel of like oh fuck like i know what it is to be out in a, a scary place i don't know where i'm at and i don't know how i'm gonna get back and i don't know what's my surroundings are i know no i know nothing and this is a dangerous world and it all does it through the music um, and it's just a, it's, it's, and I mean, honestly, it's a platforming game and it's, it's, it's fucking phenomenal. Like I would probably say as it stands right now, Ori in the will of the wish deserves some kind of like game of the year award, I, whether it be for platformer, whether it be for soundtrack artwork, it's just fucking amazing. I You're mean, not the first person I've heard say that either. Like, it's just, and, and a lot of people I think are, are giving it shit because they're saying like, oh, it's just the same thing from you know, will of the, or a blind forest, but honest to God, like it, it doesn't need to be any different. Like it, that method, that, that style of gameplay, the, and what they did in this one, it was, they opened up the world a little bit more. So in the first one, you weren't able to go to every single area kind of willy nilly and like be able to go experience like this one spot. You had to wait until you got your abilities. They have that here where they do kind of like limit you in certain ways. But the reality of it is, is that I've been able to get to spots that I'm not supposed to be able to get to yet, but they don't stop me. It's not, I don't hit an invisible wall to be like, Oh, you're not supposed to be here yet because you've not completed this part of the story. They've just kind of been like, you're going to get fucked over, but you could probably somehow find a way around it. Like, right. and, you know, and so it's a, it's a very interesting way of doing it. Um, and just again, man, like it, it's, if you like platforming games, if you like roguelike games, if you like, uh, you know, storyline games, um, uh, this game just really does. And ca it's, it's, I guess not really roguelike. It's more Castlevania, I think is, or, or Metroidvania is the proper term. If you like Metroidvania style games, this is a game that you should absolutely invest the money in. It's on steam. It's 40 bucks. It's worth every fucking penny. And I think the soundtrack is an additional 20, um, it's worth everything, like every fucking thing.
about it. Got one question about it. How uh, how does the because it's all about the gameplay and stuff. How does the new combat system feel compared to the OG? Because I liked how simple, like, just the sprite shooting the laser beams out in the first one was, because it really prioritized the platforming itself. It made that the centerpiece of the game. Does the new combat system kind of take away from that, or do you think no. it... it uh, so actually I think that it, it adds a lot more. So the way that the combat system works in this one is you get to pick three spells that you can use. Um, so and I can't remember the first one. I don't think you had that option. I think it was just your sprite and I, I, you gained abilities and things like that, but I don't think that you had like a physical, like you couldn't choose different styles of, a, of attacks. Uh, and in this one, you have different ways. Like you can, uh, choose the heal. You have one that like shoots out a spirit arrow. You have one that does like a hammer. Um, you can have one that has a sprite that will attack for you. Um, so there, you can choose these different play styles, which is really unique. I've found okay. that that realistically, you have there's ones that you have to use like the spirit arrow to to traverse some of the level because you have to have it to um, to hit like different things to uh, to know to cause uh, a platform to come down or whatever else. Um, but I'm learning new things about abilities like yesterday or two days ago, I learned like you could take the hammer and if you swing this hammer, which is a powerful attack, as you hit a launch pad, it actually gives you momentum going upward of kind of like a tornado. So it will air boost you up even higher. So you're able to get to spots, um, whether it's naturally supposed to do that or not, it's still a quirk in the game that I found that was, you know, beneficial. The other cool thing about it too, is that. Unlike in the first one, because you were limited by the attack that you had, you couldn't really use the enemies in a way to get to, like to traverse and platform into different spots. Whereas this one, because there are these unique abilities. So like when I use the hammer and hit somebody, they will launch themselves up higher. They'll launch themselves in the air, which then I can then jump up air dash and then use them to basically kind of, um, I forgot what it's called, but it's like a spirit jump off of them. Um, so which then allows me to double jump and air dash again, right? So it the traversing of it, because there are different styles of t attacks, really opens this game up even more. Okay. That was my only question, because I've watched like two or three streams, and everybody's just using the same stuff that I saw you using, which was the, uh, the double swords and then the hammer. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I've not played with um the other ones too too much i mean i'm still early on in the game um for the most part but and that might be why everybody's yeah well i mean I, and i think too i think the game lends it does lend itself a little bit more to wanting to be kind of in that melee style um but there's an upgrade system and you really can choose the way you play like they can go in there and say like you know i want to be like this attack will cause fire damage, right? And so the person will stay on fire more or this type of attack will then, um, there's one that I think will actually duplicate your, or, or no, one attack will reverse uh, your um, health and your magic, um, which is interesting. So, uh, and I think what it does is it partners up with an ability that based on the, how many ticks off of your health you have, it does more damage. So basically you would go in, uh, reverse, use your magic, reverse your health and magic, and then use this attack to do like a big damage spell. Um, so it's, it's okay. just, it's just interesting. Like it opens it up to be able to play different styles. Cool. For sure. So, um, you know, and, 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 you know, again, I think that if you, it really is a great game. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. It's made by Microsoft. Um, you can find it on steam. You can find it on the Xbox store. Um, I definitely recommend playing it. Obviously I'm a fan of the, these kind of platforming style games. Um, and again, just from a soundtrack perspective, it's, it's a fucking beautiful soundtrack in 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 game um 
but another game that actually allows you to have multiple different play styles is Hammers of uh, or ha- Heroes, of Hammer, Heroes of Hammer Heroes of Hammer Watch. Hammers of Hero. Yeah, Hammers of Over Hero Watch. So Scruffy and Enigma really have kind of dived into this uh, pretty heavily, right? I mean, you guys have been playing, modding it, and playing some stuff. Into oh, we it. haven't. We haven't played it too terribly much. Uh, well, yeah, right? just a little we, bit. We played a little bit on the modded the other day, but yeah, yeah. Uh, we've you know, it's it's definitely one of those games that I enjoy playing for sure. Oh yeah. I, uh, you want to take it off, bro? Yeah, I mean, like it's definitely kind of a hidden gem right now. With like, it's like it's an action uh, rogue like two uh, D top down style. Uh, you have. Actually, I, I think it's got a really cool progression system because the the main yeah. like basis yeah. is you know you you go into these cave systems which are your levels you pretty much your uh, you know your levels throughout and you go progress through them and you find uh, what you need to find is ore uh, and that's what you need to kind of use to progress in your main hub town area because the ore you find is what you use to unlock stuff like uh, say a blacksmith that allows you to get uh, you know, minor stat upgrades that are permanent. You can unlock an herbalist that will give you a, a flask to actually heal once you're inside of the uh, the levels. Um, and then, of course, you can use that to upgrade your town uh, and get your, like, more level, or I'm, I'm saying more skills and stuff uh, for your character. And you, it's not easy. Like, it's it's really hard. Would you say extremely difficult it's, they, it's, they, it's a hard game the the fun the most fun that i have with it is just the simple fact that it's it's uh and i was surprised when we first started playing it because like like you you mentioned something the other day when you were playing the uh i think it was the artificer right or the astrologium i can't remember which uh yeah the uh i think it was the astrologium yes yeah, but uh w- w- one of one of the modded uh the modded classes that we we put in had an, an ability called blink and and scruffy mm-hmm. was like the fuck is this blink shit i can't figure it out and i'm like well blink blink allows you to teleport 10 feet mm-hmm. away from you and he was like how the fuck did you know that and i'm like because i know dnd <laughs> the entire right. game is based off of a dnd class blink is a dnd ability for for sorcerers and and, and and magic users of source right and he's like how the fuck did you know that and i'm like i i I know D and D. I'm I'm a fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's extremely fucking difficult, man. Like they, there was countless countless uh, runs that me and Scruffy did that were it was just like literally we we loaded in and got completely raffle stomped by like an entire like horde of enemies. <laughs> it, it it can be really overwhelming, and the boss fights too are are yeah. not easy. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, boss, the boss fights are, are extremely extremely interesting there's there's mechanics behind them there's certain things that you have to do in order to you know to to mitigate your damage from them mm-hmm. and stuff it's a very fun game it's and, and you you put it best when you said it earlier it's it's kind of like a, a diamond a diamond in the rough or like a sleeper yeah. you know because yeah. like i've never heard of it but apparently it's been out since like 2018 yeah and the first one was like 2013 there was a yeah. there was an, an original hammer watch that came out in 2013 and and that was like kind of what started heroes of hammer watch yeah yeah i looked up the dev and the only game that might be mainstream is they did the most recent serious sam game but that oh, was forever ago still Mm-hmm. That's a completely different um, style too. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 My question is: so, is it like standard roguelike uh, progression where you go into these dungeons, you gather things, and that banks you like towards progressing yes. in your main hub area? Yeah. But yeah. It's like, is there a 
within the dungeon progression for your character yes yeah yeah so, so basically basically you you make a character at the start right it's 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 a, I, I would say it's more of a rogue white than a roguelike because you keep all progress that you have with your character mm-hmm. it's not like when your character dies you have to restart completely from the stop yeah from the start so there's there's a progression system for your actual character there's levels for your character you can you can skill up with your character and get different abilities and such um but yeah whenever you die there's certain sections of the map that you have to you have to kind of like send everything that you've gathered back up to your your town and if you don't do that then you lose all progress that you've made and there was multiple times that me and scruffy did that oh yeah just like fuck we just had like seven or yeah why didn't we send that shit out yeah yeah so i mean and 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 the the way that they roguelike it is the items that you have um are that that is the the stuff that you restart with so as you progress through these dungeons and you continuously get things like you're getting items that you're equipping like rings of rings of protection Mm -hmm. right like 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 uh cowls of of fast moving you know so stuff like that yeah yeah and if, if you die with it on you it doesn't it doesn't come with you yeah in the next one that's the stuff that gets deleted pretty much right. so but you but, okay. but your character itself is sustainable throughout so you you're constantly yeah. leveling your character up um so it, it, it's, and that's an interesting point because a lot of roguelikes don't do that like it's more the opposite way where like you're leveling yeah. up these items you know or like dead cells you're unlocking the items and then you're playing through to get those items back and yep. this you're yeah. Every, like your items are always starting at the same exact shit. It's your spells and your upgrades that you do to like your keep and your yeah. character that makes it um, different. And it it has a very like Diablo style feel too, just because of the like your your character oh, yeah. itself upgrades. Um, you know, in in that sense, um, very like hardcore mode kind of. If if you were to really kind of look at it, so uh, it's um, it's a really good. I mean, it's just is good. Like it, it's in in again. It's difficult as fuck. Like it is just brutally I, difficult. I, I I can't explain to you how hard it is, but there was there was multiple times where it was just like, uh, with with all three of us as well. Like when when, when me uh, and, and and Scruffy were playing, there was multiple times where we we would just get overrun. Yeah, and there's nothing you can do at that point. Like it, the 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 resurrection system works in a way that like. It's you so soul cool. link, yeah, yeah. You soul mm-hmm. link to your 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 dead your dead allies, and basically that means that if if they die after you've rezzed them, you die. So, so and, and okay. you, yeah, you kind of you yeah. kind of have to like you kind of have to balance that, that yeah, point. Yeah, right? Because there was multiple times where like <laughs> I would die and then the entire party would die because we were Sin, all soul linked. Yeah, yeah. Sin was yeah, off somewhere else and, and he dies. Die. I'm like, wait, why did I just die? Oh, Sin died. I was yeah. soul linked to him. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's definitely one of those things and, where it's like fuck. And the yeah, puzzles, the puzzles that are in it, like the traversing, platforming side of things, mm-hmm. is fucking difficult. Like we're yeah. talking like pixel precision of having to make sure that your character is like right at the edge of where he's gonna get hit, and then you have to move like to make sure it works. Like it's just a brilliantly done game. I mean, again, it's yeah. simple. It's it's like all of these games that we're talking about. It's you know, especially like right now, we're like, yeah, we're about to get into the season of, you know, you're going to have Final Fantasy, you've got Doom Eternal, um, you know, you've got these big, big games that are coming. Uh, but these are the games that people I really wish would be looking for. And I, and I kind of found this through Deep Dive. Like the, the, the Steam Deep Dive thing is actually a very useful tool um, to find common gems that are out there. Um but it's just yeah it's it's a it's a it's a fun little fucking game um yeah. you know along oh, yeah. with along with 
we pronounce it as VJJ, but it, you know it's called Vagante. Like our our <laughs> it's our it's spelled V A G A Vagante something yeah V A G A N T E. And actually, one of our viewers turned us on to this. Uh, Great and Cheese um, turned us on to this game. Mm -hmm. um, it's another uh, 2D game, but that game is. Uh, it's a it's a roguelite, and it doesn't hold your hand. Fuck <laughs> oh, it, it no! Looks, it looks very similar to, to Heroes of Hammer Watch as well. Like with the with the yeah. gameplay, it's, it's just a little bit more polished. You have similar aspects. Yeah, yeah. you you know yeah. you find your items and I think, stuff. I think and... Scruffy nailed it on the head when he's like, it's it's like a spelunky, but like a yeah, spelunky but, meets. Yeah. Um, in my mind, it's kind of like a spelunky meets Dead Cells. Um, or actually. Yeah. Realistically, I think Spelunky meets Rogue Legacy because in Rogue Legacy is yeah. the very same style of uh, this idea that you are um, building up uh, an area and you're unlocking abilities that are like your character can use or or unlocking uh, like traits that your character can attach. Mm -hmm. um, but you're still starting in this very randomly generated dungeon kind of thing and fuck me man it's it's fucking brutal in a right. in a different way like in 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 heroes of hammer watch that game is brutal because of like just the hordes and the puzzles this game is brutal because it's just like if you make the wrong step you're gonna fall down a hole and fucking die if you <laughs> it's fucking unforgiving there's yeah. spikes in the game that instantly kill you yep. you can step on a trap that a boulder falls in your head you're done i mean you can get stuff to like you you can get lucky and get like items that can prevent that but I mean, you know, there's there's so many other countless things that'll kill you pretty and, much. And there know, the is, the, and there's also stuff that's really cool that kind of breaks the fucking game, but they allow it. Like, uh, there's mm -hmm. this. Uh, so I had this one run. I had like oh, yeah. I had phase walking boots and phase mm -hmm. shifting Wall gloves and, uh, and, round, and floor, floor phasing. phasing. So I was yeah. able to literally phase through the entire level. Um, yeah to get wherever the fuck I wanted to go, but I could only do it for seven seconds. And if I, and I've done this before my own, if I, if you phase shift out of the seven seconds, you're stuck in the wall and you're dead. Like, no, 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 they don't, they don't kill you. They don't kill you. You're stuck. Like yeah, you're it, stuck there. It, 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 <laughs> that, that, one it's the fucking, that one run. Oh my God. We're, we got pretty far and we were about to go up against the boss or whatever. And Sin has this bright idea to destroy this, this like uh obelisk or this like uh cauldron that you, you can throw items into to recycle them and get new items. But if we find out we can destroy them. So we're like, all right, why not? Let's try to destroy this. See if it gives us anything. We destroy it. I it, it digs me into a hole that I'm just stuck in. I can't get out. I can't jump out or anything. I'm stuck there and sins alone fighting this boss up here. And when he dies, I mean, There's, that's uh, it. The boss comes after me, and then I I actually kill the boss. But that's it. I mean, I'm stuck. I, yeah, he can't go anywhere. You can't, can't get. You can't, can't get to the exit the level, door. I'm just yeah, stuck. So it's uh, it actually is a very very unique style of experience. Um, it does lend itself to be played with group with a with a group of people, at least one other mm -hmm. person. Um, it, it is. Very, very brutal. The controls suck. If you're not playing on a controller, yeah. the controls fucking blow. You, you kind of get used to them, but they're not the easiest controls. Yeah. There's not much key mapping you can do. It's it's pretty down to like just WASD or whatever you want to play it with. Right. Like uh, and just a few other keys to attack and jump and right. stuff. Right. Um, that is my one complaint of the game is the control scheme, but you get yeah. used to it and, and understand it. Yeah, um, it almost kind of also makes the game though because it makes it more challenging oh yeah i mean playing <laughs> the ranger having those limited uh controls it, it makes it a challenge yep. in itself Take the old school dark souls approach to gaming oh yeah let's make yeah. the game like control like shit so it's hard yeah fuck, fuck difficulty we'll just make it so you can't fucking actually another use really cool thing i like about it is 
I I still play the game and I still find new stuff oh, yeah. every time that I I don't even know because they don't tell you Jack. They just let you pretty much just figure it out on your own. And that's the one thing I love about that kind of game or those styles of games. Because I don't like my hand being held. I want to like, when I figure something out, it's like, ding, like, whoa, I just did something. And <laughs> now I know, like, I can do that. Like, yeah, like how, we had this character that was this this girl that was locked up in a cage that <laughs> yeah. we would find. And if she gets hit too many times, she dies. And obviously, when I realized that there, when I was like, I can't do anything with this stupid bitch. I'm just going to, mm -hmm. I'm tired of her talking. I'm just going to, I mean, I'm not a psychopath. I swear to God. I'm just going to murder her because I'm tired. I just don't want to see that. I don't want to hear that. But then we figured out you can pick things up. Right. And like, so they figured out you could pick her up and then take her back mm -hmm. to like, I think the, the next like, level, yeah. which in between every level, there's like a Campsite. bonfire that heals you, you know, Dark Souls-ish again. Um, and uh, we figured out if you take her into that level where you heal yourself at the bonfire uh, and you sit at the bonfire with her, she'll full heal you, actually. She doesn't always appear. So it's, it's like a once in a, like a couple of levels times, like she'll, she can spawn. And if she dies, there's nothing. But if you get her in there, she'll, you'll pretty much have a full heal. Yeah. And, and so it's, it's just, um, you know, and when you die, you get to come back as a skeleton. Oh, um, yeah. You're a skeleton warrior. And then... Uh, skeleton, but, you say? Yeah, yes, skeleton. Uh, and then you don't get to you don't get to pick up any or you can't use any items. You can pick items up, but you can't use them. Yeah. Um, and then you just bone uh, everything. I mean, throw bones at everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then when you go to that level with the bonfire, your buddy picks them up. But even then, it's still not like, oh, hey, we're gonna make it okay. Like you can just pick your character up and you know you're good. No, you take damage. So like mm -hmm. when you pick up your character, your corpse explodes and yeah. you come back out of the ground and you are now, you know, taking you're taking damage for that. Like you're at one HP from getting res and your friend minus is twenty HP. Yeah. So and and then on top of that, like there's like everything in the game is unidentified. Mm -hmm. Everything. So you drink a potion, it could be like. Well, now you're poisoned and now you're going to take poison damage and you're like, what the fuck? You know, or you might get something that's like, hey, it's going to raise your vitality by five, but your strength goes down by nine. You know, it's, it's or just, there's a potion that gives you one super high jump. Yeah. like So it's it's a very wait, 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 wait a singular jump, like a singular super high jump. And there was a level where there was no uh, ceiling. I jump super high, I fall back down, and I take 30 damage. <laughs> I was about to say, is there fall damage? Is this a troll? Yes, yeah, yeah, yes it is. Yes. Um, it's so it's, it's just like, it's, I don't know, it's it's just, it's a very, very good, well thought out gym. And again, I think yeah. that the title, title of this fucking show should be like, spend your times in quarantine looking for gems in the depths and of shit of steam both, both of these games are under 15 dollars. yes hammer watch, heroes of hammer watch minus with the base game without the dlc is 12 dollars. i think i must say here's like, is, is fucking insane yeah like buying everything i think it's like a 60 60 no <laughs> no it's, it's like 30 it's 30 bucks not even i think it's 20 okay, i think it's 20 i think it's 26 with everything I guess yeah. I, I think I was thinking of something else, but yeah, I, I was looking at it the other day. I was like, "That's a lot of fucking DLC, holy shit!" Yeah, it's fifteen ninety five or ninety seven for all the DLC. Yeah, interesting. Um, Indie corner time. Yeah, love it. yeah. No, yeah. it's it's. There's a lot of good gems I mean, out there. I've been going. I've been going down the indie route a lot more as of late, just just because of my 
dissatisfaction with triple uh, a video game oh, yeah. these days like they're the you know you will say what you want about indie titles like they're there's some weird ones out there obviously <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> they can be the best ones so. well, they can't be the better ones yeah exactly yeah well i mean even to talk about uh so um, there's two games that I do want to talk about before, you know, we either segment off something else or go into, you know, or, you know, look at ending the show. I, I think we have a couple, one or two more topics, but um, there are two things. One is just talking about these big AAA games. Um, and one is coming out here soon. And one is, I'm playing currently with, with being Warzone. But I, I want to talk, I want to talk about Doom Eternal for just a second, right? Um, or, or a couple minutes. Um, so I have not been able to, and I guess I preface all of this by saying I have not been able to play this game yet. Right. Um, so this is coming from a place of watching, um, about nine and a half hours worth of streams. Right. So take it with a grain of salt if you want. Um, if you, you know, trust my opinion and, you know, go that route, but I am actually very disappointed in Doom Eternal. Um, because from what I have seen, if you talk Doom, right, there's a very specific play style that Doom is known for. Um, and even unlike the Final Fantasy, and obviously, yes, I'm the old man of the fucking podcast. Like, I don't like change. Don't change my shit. Like, Doom is one of these things where it's like, it's a shooter. your diaper soon enough. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, the Doom, like, has a very specific play style they have somehow monkey wrenched platforming into this um into a way that it's almost more about the platforming than it is the gunplay and like that fast action fast-paced visceral in your face just like what kind of like borderlands platforming they had in their games uh no three no this is like legit like you're jumping it's, onto it's a fucking platforming. Yeah. Like, oh, really? like you're jumping like onto a climb. Yeah. You're jumping onto a uh, wall. You're air dashing. You're doing double jumps. Like, hmm. uh, it's, it's, I don't know. And, and watching, like I watched Kokarnas play it. I was watching, um, who else was I was watching play it? Uh, I spent a majority of my time watching Kokarnas play it because he's just like, his, his streams are very informative when it comes to new games. Um, it, like you can even look at the map designs and it's just a very like vertical kind of style of design. And then your interactions with these characters, like if you remember the original doom and when I say, to, let me say doom 2016, cause that's what I mean by original doom. Cause that's what this is coming off of. Um, doom 2016 was very much of like these death arenas. It was just, you get locked into a room and you better fucking survive. And I don't know if either one of any of you guys played it. Um, did any of you guys play the, the doom 2016? No, I never played the, I'm, I'm not the hugest fan of the doom formula to begin with. So yeah. Enigma, did you play it? I, the, the one previous to this? No. Okay. Um, so in that it was like, it, it, it was very much about how good can the game look and how fast can we fucking make combat? Yeah. Right. Um, mm -hmm. this slows how gory, like it has to be, it has to be a staple of gore. For, right. And, for, and, for and, to begin with. and it was yeah. difficult. Like there, the game was fucking hard. This is not that this is like slower paced. Um, you now have weapon unlocks that are like more about like precision aiming. And like one of the, like two of the weapons, uh, like the rocket launcher is like getting a triple kill with one shot. Um, so what that means is that to accomplish this, you have to use this ability where you freeze an entire area and then you shoot in that area to blow up multiple enemies. 
Um, so again, it slows it down. And then when you're talking about another one uh, where it is um, this uh, gun where you shoot a grenade launcher, but you have to lob it into the certain enemies like... I mean, realistically, it's its fucking butthole, but you launch it into its butthole, which this butthole is attached to this arm that is a very small thing. And the only way of doing that is to slow down time to aim it precisely in there. So then it blows up like all of those things just make it so it is a very slower experience. Um, and again, like I said, and then you're adding this platforming aspect to it. And it sounds like, Bill, like you've watched some videos of it. Um, I have. Yeah. And it's just the platforming I... is just weird. Yeah, from what I've seen, and like I said, I didn't play the uh, 2016. I, I appreciate it for what it is, but arcade like, Quake-style shooting isn't something I've ever been the biggest fan of. Yeah. Um, and that's the closest thing I can compare 2016 Doom to is Quake. Um, but from what I've seen, it lost me whenever I saw Doom Guy do the tracer dashing. Yeah. No, geez. no it, it's, yeah. you're right. Like, it's, it's, it's legit. A, the Tracer's double dash in wow. Overwatch. He's, it, you're right. It doesn't feel like a Doom game. I understand what they're going for, and some people are going to like that. I didn't get the feeling of slowing down like what you're saying. Maybe uh, the play style of the person I was watching was a little different, but it's definitely more about those precision shots, especially they incentivize that by certain enemies having like okay so you know the guys with the uh, the double rockets on their shoulder like the the main staple doom enemy right right you can actually shoot those off to make that enemy like easier to combat yeah it, it, so and every enemy has like weak, it's a weak spots. spot yeah it sounds cool like what they're trying to do with it but it doesn't sound like it's it's what doom is uh, again, pretty much right. uh, again if you like for you like you've never experienced it so going You're and right. playing it it may be something that you kind of enjoy and are like oh this is fucking yeah. cool right and but when for someone well, that if I, if I went back to play the the previous ones and i'd be like i'd be surprised that it's not what i'm well especially if you for someone that has played original doom right um yeah. you know and enigma did you play the original doom yeah okay yeah, I, right. played, I played the original dooms the 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 previous one from uh 2006 yeah, you talking about Doom? You talking about the one that was on the Xbox? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, yeah. The, the one, the one that came out that was the, that was really nice graphics after the after the previous ports. Yeah, I think it was Doom but, Three. No, I, I haven't, I haven't played any of the newest ones just because, like, like again, what we're explaining right now, I just they, they don't feel like they don't feel like Doom. Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like Doom. Doom 2016 absolutely feels great like that feels a very much of an homage to the original old school dooms yes yeah, because I haven't, I haven't watched it, it so it, I, I wouldn't know but it's just a very it's a again it's fast-paced it's visceral it's just like gore and and you know trying to survive in this like heart beating moment but they make you feel like a badass like with these special like uh melee attacks that you can do and things like that this game like bill has hit on like you have these tracer abilities and then you have this like fucking scorpion you know thing where you can like lob yourself you know you you scorpion into an enemy and and or bring them to you or whatever else like it's just weird and and, and it, it i don't know like i felt like you know when we got doom eternal i was like okay cool it's either a gonna be an mmo because eternal usually means like forever like in whatever it's gonna be an open world but it's not um or we're gonna get doom 2 and it was uh you know this thing where we're gonna get what doom 2 was and it's not like 
I'm again, I'm, I'm, I'm all for you changing the genre and style, but like, this is a complete fucking shift over to like this platforming style of gameplay, which I don't understand because that's never been in Doom's DNA. Like, at least for Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 15, you know, 13, 12, 11, they were all this style of game, right? This is not like, this is just like completely out of left field. So, I, so uh, I've heard there's supposed to be some Doom like battle mode too, where it like yes. puts you in with two other people. Like you're a Doom guy, and then there's two other guys so, who are playing the uh, the monsters that are trying to go for you, right? So there is a uh, um, I forgot the name of what they call it, but a, demon mode. Yeah. Or so there's a there's yeah. a mode that's that is a la Dark Souls in the style that you are you invade as a Doom character as the actual Doom another Doom oh, guy okay. right um, where mm. you are basically at this point it becomes TVPVE really cool concept uh, I, I mean I like that idea right it's a, it's an interesting kind of thing um, then there is one that to me that is a little bit more interesting <laughs> which is the where you embody the a Doom villain or doom character monster monster right so you don't know who you're going to be you invade and you are now you know you may be the rocket launcher guy you may be the fucking baby like (laughs) you may be you know the big floating ball doom you know thing you know whatever else is that still invading or is that a whole nother separate like just game mode uh i I can't i can't speak to that yeah because i i don't know i've just i've I've seen highlights of what that is okay Um, yeah but uh there's that and then there's a full-blown multiplayer mode which i played doom 16's multiplayer mode it's uh yes i think it was doom 16's multiplayer mode it sucked um i'm pretty sure it was doom that had that multiplayer mode in fact i'm almost 100 sure in fact i know it was doom that had that multiplayer mode it sucked this also mm-hmm. sucks like it's just shit like it's just a crappy version of it i've watched enough videos of it to realize it's just a really shitty thing to be like hey we have multiplayer like hey we're here like here you go it's deathmatch go have fun like it just sucks um is, is it similar to quake in any way or is it just not uh yeah like if quake was made by like a really bad port like it's yeah. like it's like a bad port of a bad port gotcha so it you know it's just if you're going into it new, great, you may like it because you've never played Doom 2016. Don't go play Doom 2016 and then come to this because I don't think that you'll be as you're gonna have as much fun. Um, my recommendation would be go play the old Doom um, or wait for this one to drop in price because it's not really worth sixty dollars um, in I, my mind. I would tell I would tell you go play the old Doom regardless. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. played it yeah. before, but yeah. My my chat's saying it reminds them more of the uh, Rage Two or the uh, the old game Bulletstorm. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Show? Yeah. Um, uh, that, that, I think, and then it does an actual Doom game. I think Bulletstorm is a very good analogy of it. Um, because of like the ways that you can kill someone, like with the visceral kills and things of that nature, and but I even would say that it's probably still slower paced than Bulletstorm. Um, Bullet from yeah, good. No, no, go. From what I've seen, it just seems like they're trying to take way too many things and put them into something that wasn't broken to begin with. Like they're adding way too many complexities. Because from what I've seen, there's a there's a new uh, there's a new resource. There's an armor resource now. Yep. Uh, you have the weak spots to micromanage. You have the platforming to micromanage. You still have to do your executions. Um, it's just it's just way too much to deal with in what is supposed to be 
at its core, a simple bloodbath shooter. Yeah, I mean, and and so people in my chat are, are kind of saying like, uh, so a nice dog ninety seven said, uh, I mean, the game is nothing like the previous ones, and is in my opinion making old fans not enjoy and pushing it away. Um, and then a follow up, you know, by Chicken Boy just uh, commented saying that old people are hard to please. It's not that we're, <laughs> it, it, it's not nice. that we're hard to please. It's that just like my gripe in the very beginning of the show when we were talking about Final Fantasy, when you are using a namesake that is Doom, when you're using a namesake that is Final Fantasy, you are putting yourself into a place where you are expected to hit certain benchmarks. Um, and at least certain things need to feel the same. And when you fuck with the core of feeling of that, then you start to lose not only the base fans of it, but you start to lose what, that game is like this game is not doom eternal the only thing that is tied to doom are the enemies that are in it and doom guy that's mm -hmm. it well especially doom like you you start fucking with like doom doom is is one of those franchises it's like quake like quake tried to do their 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 new quake arena that they released like a couple of years ago and it failed miserably for a very specific reason it, it did not capture the old feel of of quake right you know the same thing with Doom. If if you're if you're trying to gather that kind of uh, forward momentum, where you're you're gonna you're gonna release it under the name of Doom, you're trying to get get the the old players for Doom to come in and play it. If it's nothing like what they're used to, you're you're gonna fail miserably again. Yeah, obviously because that that's it's a very niche group. Right, right. it's doomed. I, I, I would say it's even more niche than the than like Final Fantasy or whatever else. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. don't mm -hmm. like you don't fuck you with don't, Doom. you don't fuck with Doom. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's the same the same thing with Quake. Like you don't fuck with Quake, and they they found that out. Tell that to Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> yeah, but even popular opinion, I thought that movie was. I don't think it was bad. Yeah, I don't I think it was, it was that a bad. Fun movie. Like, I don't think it was that bad. Like, I, I think for a movie game, it it's better than some of the Resident Evil ones that's out there. Like, uh, Wait, for, uh, for I, I, which I like movie the is Resident that? Evil movies too. Dude, I, I trust me, I own them I'm all. A sucker for bad video game movies. I I I own every single Resident Evil. Like, I own all of them on digital and have watched them multiple times. They're a guilty pleasure of mine. But I, I'm saying, do the Doom movie Mario is better Brothers than too. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Who's that starring? God bless, bro. That that game that movie was. Uh, so the Mario Brothers. The movie? Mario Brothers movie yeah. was yeah. fucking oh, rough, geez. bro. That was that was, that was that's a rough one to like. And, uh... I, was, I was like the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That one, oh. <laughs> it, it, it was a rough one to like. Um, <gasps> yeah, I want to see a Mario movie with Jack Black as Mario. <laughs> oh that would god. be something I'd watch. <laughs> oh my god! Please, but Bob Hoskins. That's what it was. Oh, I, yeah. I, I guess the 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 lesson here is to all developers: stop taking namesakes and Don't fucking fuck them with up. Old franchise, man. Just leave them alone, man. Like, like, like leave them like, alone. Like you can remaster them, you can remake them. Just just fucking stay in the lane, though. Like yeah. if, if you're if you're. <laughs> No, don't, don't take don't take drastic measures. I mean, it's like taking a Need for Speed game and trying to shove a single player. Oh wait, right. they did that. That's right. That's so good. can I can I make a small side caveat, like a five minute conversation, real quick? No, you can't. Absolutely Fuck. not. God damn. It. I mean, you can't. I'm just gonna mute. I'm just gonna mute you. So it's okay. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Um. So you're. We talked about Doom. We talked about Final Fantasy VII. Do you think the Resident Evil remakes are doing that? line better uh yes so they're taking uh, okay uh <laughs> yes small small aside no no, no. you don't have to get into detail no, 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 no. It, but the only thing i'm gonna say the only 
uh, other issue that I would have is that if they in fact make in Resident Evil Three where Nemesis can fuck can fuck you in a safe room, um, that's a problem. Like, don't do don't do that. That's a that's a really bad idea. Don't don't do that. Um, I think that's a scripted. Uh, fuck you. I, I think that's not like. Well, the, the AI itself. The or... Last I heard, it was something that was just possible that Nemesis was gonna just screw can can basically come into a safe room and and screw you up i hope they do that as a scripted event or something like hey somebody went into a safe room sat their controller down for 20 minutes to go bake a fucking pie or something and came back and nemesis is standing over them just because they were sitting in a safe room for so long uh maybe as a preventative measure for that it, it just depends on how that affects the game going forward like is that safe room now off limits you know what i mean like how is that affecting mm -hmm. because from what i've heard it destroys the safe room so if that's the case like you are now no longer to be able to access that safe room which i get from a from a world perspective of like zombie apocalypse if this big ass monster blows the fucking thing up i'm not gonna be able to go back there now anyway but you know right. from a from a an old it's not a staple of resident evils right yeah maybe it's like an added difficulty so that could be something to answer your question though i think that the new resident evil remakes are doing justice to it they're they're tweaking small things very 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 minor things right but it's yeah. still holding true to what that Steve game is thin and you you can you can move while shooting what is that there's only a couple things i miss but i don't think they could have even really done was just like well, first of all, the camera angles, obviously, but yeah. I mean, they, they did have to update the camera angles for this new game. It, it just makes sense. Um, <laughs> so people that bitch about camera, the, also the uh, the doors. One of my favorite things with Resident Evil 2 and the old Resident Evil is going through door and not knowing what's going to happen if I go through this door is just face with black. And then sometimes a zombie would pop out or something. I feel like they might have been able to do that a little bit better i don't know how maybe make the rooms darker and going in or something i don't know it's tough to translate that to a newer gen game but that was so cool back then well the, I, the issue with all of that is that those were limitations of the console themselves and like right. the, 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 the the not moving part was because it was too taxing on the mm -hmm. on the game to be able to have to render you moving you shooting and rendering what's going on around you it just couldn't do it so right. yeah i mean that aspect of it if they Plus brought tank, the, we, we can all agree tank controls are garbage yeah anyway, if, so. if they brought yeah. that back i don't even know if i would be like this is fucking this is great like yeah it's nostalgic <laughs> i would be like this is fucking dumb the right. the camera angle port part of it um i understand it i mean i i think that the camera angle part of it is one of those it, it, again it becomes just like the music and things like it's mm -hmm. it is almost a character in itself you're like how is the camera gonna fuck me today like how you know how, how am i how am i gonna get <laughs> capturing just their feet you're just right. going by right. right you know so it was one of those moments where you do realize that you know that like because i've had it happen like resident evil code veronica is one of my favorite games of all time as well like it was one of my mm -hmm. favorite resident evil games and i remember very succinctly like on one of them in the missions where you fight, uh, I think it was the plant. Uh, it, it's, it's like a morphed plant inside the laboratory. You end up going around and you have to run around in a, in a square kind of uh, for, uh, plat or, uh, formation. The issue is, is that when you would go to cut the corner, you're your uh directions would flip so i cut the corner to go to the right and if i'm, pr I'm pressing right to continue and be like nope now you're going left you go to, yeah. so it, it, it's just like like how do i like how do i incorporate that back into a current existing game and not piss people off i i don't know 
But, you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone gets pissed off nowadays with the, with stuff like that. Yeah. Like the slight, the slightest camera angle not being right. Um, yeah. It, it. I don't think that you can incorporate that. The darking, the going into a room and not knowing, like that load screen. I think that you could have. I think you could have that, like fade to black, come yeah, back to black. I, I think something like that could be there, but you know, it it is dated almost. But I, I don't. I, I mean, feel like it'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, Honestly, I think I, I think like that, that. The, the way that they do that now, though, is like they pressure you because like in uh, Resident Evil 2's remake, they had um, I forgot. I don't know what the guy what the thing's name was that was following you, but they had Mr. that. X. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Max. Trench coat dude following you constantly. So it forced you to have to like run. And you were obviously kind of in those same situations where like shit's jumping out, stuff's happening because you're having to get away from this dude. I, again, mm -hmm. I only watched people play Resident Evil 2. I didn't play it myself. Um, Bill, did you play? You played it, right? Or no? Yeah. Oh, so it did, did, did Mr. X give you a feeling of like, Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Or was it more of just kind of like ah, I just initially? Get... Yeah, and yeah, I was gonna say I played just a little bit at first. He does. Yeah, yeah and once you get used to him, you—it's just the way his AI is. And I have a feeling Nemesis is gonna be fairly similar in that aspect, where once you realize exactly what this enemy can do, you are able to better plan out routes around him. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and Nemesis, you know, with Resident Evil 2, Mr. X was never, I don't remember him ever being a character in the original. Like, that was something new, right? Yeah, that was new. Um, you know, Nemesis... Uh, I mean, I don't know if they might have talked about him, but I don't think he was ever in the original. I don't remember him Resident ever Evil seeing 2. him in it, in, it um, in the original. But, like, Nemesis is a very... Again, we go into this of, like, you're using Nemesis. It's a very tried and true character. Like, he's mm -hmm. got a very... He's got a very distinct thing, like... You know, uh, so I want to make sure, like, don't fuck with Nemesis. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just don't do that. <laughs> like, uh, and we also know that Capcom has a very bad history of either doing something really great or just fucking it into the ground. Like, just <laughs> does anybody remember my damn mods? Remember, remember, uh, remember anybody remember Resident Evil Raccoon City? Anybody, oh, God. Does anybody remember that game? Yeah. yeah the the multiplayer concept behind that game like the pvp element like game yeah completely fucked <laughs> like so, yeah. so yeah. they don't give a shit they'll fuck their their game right into the ground um <laughs> so but resident evil is one of those franchises i almost would wish would get sold to a different dev sometimes because of the side projects that they do uh yeah as long as it's not konami uh, yeah. <laughs> please god like don't i don't want to i don't want to see some weird shit though with that there's a tofu mode in the second one where you play as tofu yeah well yeah. Sure. those are all those are all you know they're gimmicks yeah they're, they're little yeah but yeah. um but konami would make it a hell i don't worse. fucking want to see a resident evil survive game where i'm poking something through a with a punji stick through a fucking <laughs> uh you know fence like you don't you, you don't you don't want to be a ups man in the resident evil God, no right no. right um so one the last thing that i uh game that i we, we or i have played um and uh is, is warzone um and i know that everybody on this panel absolutely loves brs you know and <laughs> is, 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 is a huge BRs. fan Please. of it um Give me more <laughs> what i will what i'll tell you like uh is that it's a very 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 well done br like um if you like shooters and you like call of duty's gunplay because 
I think what we can all agree on, right? That one thing that Call of Duty does is the gunplay mechanics. Like they're there when you shoot a gun and you fire a gun, you feel like you are firing the gun. Can, am I, can I get a kind of agreeance across the board or is this no? You can get a hell yeah. Yeah, I'd okay. say. Enigma? No, it's a BR. It's, it's a failure. Enigma. Take out the BR <laughs> aspect of it and just, you can't deny that Call I of Duty. I can't take the BR aspect out of it oh because my God. that's literally all it fucking Jesus. is. Okay, so we're not, we're going <laughs> to, Enigma, you're muted. You're done. You're out of here for a little bit. Um, okay, so for the majority of the show, for people that are sensible of this show understand that Call of Duty does a very good job with their gunplay. Um, what they have been lacking recently, and even in this Modern Warfare version, was the gunplay was so good that sometimes they over-tweaked guns. So, like, the shotgun in Call of Duty was a fucking problem, um, where you could literally get tapped across the map with a goddamn shotgun. So, what they've done with this mode in Warzone have really taken Call of Duty, and what I think Call of Duty should be from now on is it's this massive map. I mean, it's 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 a BR. So it's massive map, closes in, circle closes in, forces you to fight, all of this kind of stuff. But what they have done is they've taken their guns and essentially dropped them into the map. You don't get to do any kind of attachments. You don't get to do any kind of changing of your, your weapons of like what it looks like, how it functions, unless you do a custom loadout and you have to do that pre-loading into the game. And you have to earn a drop or have it drop on the map to where you can get your custom loadout. But it completely changes this game and the play style to be a more tactical shooter. Um, you know, it still has that great gunplay feel of Call of Duty, but because the fights are now so open and they're you're forced into these like small combat arenas, or if you want to take long fights, you can. It just it, it it just feels great. And they added this element of the gulag, which is where if you die, you then go, you have one shot. You go into the gulag and it's 1v1 in a gun game. Um, and it's brilliant. And it's a gun game match. Um, and you are, if you win that match, you redeploy. What makes it interesting is that if you die nine times out of 10, uh, you know, your team is with you in a fight, they may die with you. So now the gulag, because you're inside this prison and there's a bunch of people around you that are waiting for the gulag match to go on, I could be in the gulag and have one of my teammates calling out where the opponent is going. So that aspect plays into it. But on top of that, people on the outside of the gulag can throw rocks at people inside the gulag. So I'm taking damage from people that are that are, you know, also throwing rocks. And I've actually killed somebody um, that with a rock. I just happened to, the guy had one health. I hit him with a rock. He was dead. Um, and so it, that is Do a- Do you get to redeploy in that situation or is the other person no, in the gulag? No, the other person, deploy? the other person in the gulag does. Uh, he just okay. knows that he won. Um, so there's that that element. But then on top of that, you're able to buy back your, in, your, your teammates and redeploy them as long as you have $4,500 cash. Um, so it just is one of these things where it's not just once they're done, they're done. Um, you, you have to be smart about like in watching like your angles and making sure that you're coming in at the right spot and taking fights properly and not getting third partied. And there's no fucking building. Thank fucking God that there's no building in this game. Um, but it's just, it's, it's just a well done game and it's completely free. I really recommend that if you're a first person shooter, and you do like Call of Duty to really try this out and, and play it. And there's also a mode called Plunder. I don't play that mode. It's not fun in my opinion. It's it's kind of like a bank heist mode, but it's there's some flaws there. My um, chat's in. They haven't played the BR much, but they are actually really enjoying Plunder. So if 
if BRs aren't your thing, plunder might My, yeah. very well be. Pl plunder is a is a heist mode where you are. It's not BR, so it's just a basically. It's on the same map. 150 people drop in, um, and your objective is to get out with the most amount of cash. Um, and there are you know contracts that show up, and this is in the BR too. There's contracts that show up that will target another team. There's contracts that say like secure this area, you know, open these caches, and they will produce money and then from there you go to a spawn with a helicopter which you then call in the helicopter 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 comes down the entire uh, area is is alerted the helicopter is coming in and then you have to defend it while it's being hoisted up um you know or or you drop it off uh it, so my issue with that game is it becomes very campy um and it becomes a situation where because the chopper spawn doesn't switch around the map, it's always in these same locations that you know where to go and sit and hide. Um, and as I'm dying, I'm redeploying every like 20 seconds or so or 15 seconds. It becomes a situation where it's just like, cool, I'm just going to redeploy right back to the same area. You know what I mean? So like, I don't like that because it starts to take out the tactical aspect of the game. But if you don't like BRs, that is a another phenomenal style of game. It basically takes Call of Duty and says, there's 150 people in this map. Go. Like, it's a big-ass fucking, you know, squad deathmatch. Um, go for it. So, uh, it is... And again, it's free. It's completely free. Um, it's just a big-ass download. It's a fucking... What, 168 gigs, I think, is what it... It's ridiculous, yeah. Or something like that. Some ridiculous yeah, on amount. Top of, on top of the already... The huge size of Call of Duty, the latest one. Yeah. That's, that's a joke. Yeah, I recently uninstalled Call of Duty and just installed it again to play that mode. It was 183 gigs. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. All together, it's like... Yeah, that, that's all together. That's not that's not it's, on top yeah. of whatever Call of Duty is on top of that. Like that's that's the whole thing is 183 gigs, and they don't allow yeah. you to download just that mode. You have to download the entire game. Yeah, so that I wish they could have separated it. I don't know, especially since you can play it if you don't own the base game. You don't need yeah. that base game downloaded. Yeah, yeah. Um, um but, but I only have one really big kind of gripe about the the BR and what, both of them because both incorporate the armor. And I, I just hate the fact that uh, the armor is just so constant and it you can just keep reapplying it and it does so much to like help you against like another thing that I don't like is the sniping. When I snipe in those games, I want to like be able to really just destroy somebody. And from what it seems from what I've watched, uh, a bolt action sniper that should be able to take somebody out in like two shots takes at least three if they have armor. And if they get covered, they can reapply that armor like instantly almost. So, so that's my only downfall with with it. Here's what I'll, I, I'll say about it, right? I, is at first, I did not like the armor system. I thought that there was, it was, it was one of the same, like your same thing. Like it just, it took the, the TTK or time to kill was too much. Um, mm -hmm. But what I will say is I have switched my loadout to running uh, a 10 mag SOCOM. I think it's a 428 or 448 round. Um, which again, for anybody that knows and understands firearms, like that's a fucking, that's a heavy duty round. It is a no joke, like knock you on your ass round, but you get 10 bullets. Um, I am able to burn through people hella quick. In fact, to the point that I've, I've been called, a, I've been told I was cheating because it was just like down, down, like, you know, and I can, mm -hmm. I can really burn through their armor and those things. The sniping the sniping needs to be a bit more for me. I, I, see, I I almost disagree too because there's been times where I've been hit like with a sniper, and it it is taking me it takes me it insta downs me from three full armor to getting cracked down to nothing. Um, I've not seen that at all. 
Uh, I mean, I've, it, seen, I've seen like three shots at least to kill, uh, like two shots, three most of the time is what I've seen. I mean, may, I know with a headshot, it's an insta down. Like a headshot's right. an, an that insta be down. Anytime. Um, but I've been cracked in the chest once, I and mean, they may have had stopping power rounds, so I don't, I don't know. Um, obviously, yeah. I, I don't know their loadout on that uh, at that point, but. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, oh, I'm okay with it. And I actually think that what, at first I was very upset with thermals because everybody runs thermals and I run thermals as well. But this game does a very good job of combating it. Unlike Tarkov where right. you, if you run ghost, um, thermal is, is pointless. Like you, you can't right. see somebody right now. I have learned to play with thermals to be able to recognize the difference between someone's, you know, that is still running ghosts and like the outline, like I can still see it. So it, it still works in my, like I still use it, but I, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's well, I think it's well done. I think it, it, it has revitalized my love for not only call of duty, but BRs. Like you guys know that I loved apex. You guys know that I loved, I loved it. I was not a big Fortnite fan, you know, or afterward, but uh, I really do confirm since going back to Fortnite. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I I think this is it, you should it, at least try it. try plunder try something try the mode yeah it's, I mean, it's, it's free you might as well yeah it, it really yeah. is worth a shot um mm -hmm. it's it's not bad so yeah uh I think that covers everything we've played um did you guys want to talk about the Konami pickup I know that was on the uh, uh well the we list. we did have if anybody wanted to touch on we did have Chicken Boy uh, asking what our thoughts on Sekiro Shadows uh, die twice. Uh, Any thoughts on that? I, I love it. Yeah. Game of the year, easy. It, it makes sense. It just makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I um have a, un unfortunately, I have a situation where I can't, uh, I can't finish that game. It's it's because I, I had, I played it when I was, and then went into an episode and it's very hard for me to go back to something. Um, you know, for any of the listeners that don't know, it, it, it sticks with yeah, you. Yeah, I, I have a I have a, a, a disorder called Klein-Levin syndrome. You can go to my channel, research it. Um, you can look it up, Klein-Levin. Um, well, in fact, uh, I'll have Scruffy put it in the links in the YouTube so you can go and take a look at it um, and, and see. But it's a sleeping disorder that knocks me on my ass into a coma for a month. Um, and I had an episode right at like the day after playing Sekiro. So it's very hard for me as much as I fucking love souls games. And I think Scruffy and I are, are not Scruffy, but uh, Bill and I are, are like the two on the show that really fucking love souls games and, and Bill loves them more than I do. <laughs> um, but just, it really is hard for me because I think it is a phenomenal game from what I got to play of it. It's fucking phenomenal. Like it's just, I don't really think that there was anything in that game that I could honestly say needed to be changed. Like I, th I think it was, pretty well the only issue with that game is the replayability and that's just in the fact that it's not a game where you have like make a build yourself it's just a static character doing static character right. things so it's to be expected the gameplay itself and what it is is a hundred percent solid did they do an ng plus mode on that no? yeah they're, they're, it's got the standard of six levels of new game plus that you can go and it continues increasing difficulty uh in there's also Kuro's Charm where you can give that to him and it adds another layer of difficulty where if you block but you don't do like a perfect deflect, you still take chip damage and it like really hits your stamina bar hard. So you can only like block two attacks before you're staggered. Right. It's pretty unforgiving. unforgiving then, yeah. yeah. I, I would say if you're looking for the game that is the one where you can do different play styles, go play Neo. Ne Neo is another phenomenal game. Did, have, you ever, have you played Neo at all, uh, Bill? 
Yeah, I'm. I wasn't the hugest fan of Neo uh, One, but I hear Neo Two is. I hear, I hear Neo Two is amazing. Talking. Now, yes. what I know, uh, me and Enigma are excited for. You know, Enigma is the. Uh... Oh frick! I, I totally just forgot the name of it. <laughs> that's, 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 that's I totally great. Blame. Is it the it's, great information? You were scruffy. just telling me about it the other night. Uh, it's the, the revival of uh, Club Penguin. I I know. The, I, I know. No. <laughs> <laughs> going back to space station 13 no the new uh, witcher go. style game of the the samurai uh the oh you're talking about ghost ghost yeah thank yeah. you God, yeah, I, no, it, it looks good man it, yeah it looks, it looks very good the 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 actual graphics behind it and the gameplay look fucking phenomenal the only problem is it's a fucking right it's an exclusive right but it definitely does look really good I'm really pissed that Neo 2 is a fucking exclusive for the PlayStation. I was really upset about oh, that. Oh, is that going to be too? Yeah, it is. It's out. Neo 2 is out now. No, like, you no can, I never you went under my radar. Get it? You can get it now. Yeah. Um, gotcha. But uh, yeah, it really, I, I mean, it'll eventually come to PC like the other one did, but I just wish it was on PC now um, for it. Uh, but um, I mean, I'm still waiting to see what From Software and this George and the R.R. Martin game is like. I think we're uh, yeah, that's uh... you know how from software is, man. They won't say they'll give you a snippet two years ahead of time. They won't say anything until it's like two months from release, and then they'll just bombard you. Yeah, well, not 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 just that, but you also got George R. R. Martin that still has finished the fucking seventh book. Yeah, I mean, I, we're, I don't... See, we're not gonna see that game until like twenty thirty three. Yeah, he'll be fucking dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, There's rumors it was dropping in June, yeah. but I think those the game been... itself was dropping. Yeah, mm, I doubt. But it. that's that's been that. they they're saying more close to November now is what I w- I don't even think we'll see. Is. I don't even think we'll see it this year. Hmm. I think it'll... I think we'll see it this year. I just don't know when. I'm hopeful this year because I I I need that. I need I, I, it. I don't know with the with the, uh, the the virus, we might not see some of the games that we were looking at. Dude, I would love to see a Bloodborne too, um, uh, or a uh, I'd like to see Bloodborne on PC. I'd, I was just gonna say, uh, I need I'm, I'm positive it'll come to PC at some point. I hope. I mean, I I would love to see Bloodborne on on PC or Bloodborne. Bloodborne to me is. I prefer Bloodborne to Dark Souls. That may be controversial. Like I do, too. In my opinion, Bloodborne is my favorite yeah. game of all time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think uh, I'm happy that that's your favorite game of all time. I can't go there and say that, um, but you know, <laughs> but um, I, I mean, a lot of people really like Dark Souls. To me, even in Dark Souls Three, because Dark Souls Three came after Bloodborne, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like they took a step backward with Dark Souls, like uh, Three, and and the Bloodborne combat system and just style of game, story, everything was just fucking great, man. And I play. I that's one of the very few games of those. Like normally with Dark Souls, whenever I beat them, I beat them. I've played that game NG plus, I think four times total. Um, I, I've gone through NG plus mode on four four times. So, um. But I need, I need, I need that. <laughs> I need a, a Bloodborne too, or, or Bloodborne remastered on fucking PC. Um, yeah, that would be great. Um, give me that shit at like 144 frames. Oh my god. So, um, and I got I actually we we can touch on and then I think probably move out to end the show. But uh, what is your guys' opinions on Horizon Zero Dawn coming to PC? Are you, any of you guys care about that? I'm, I will be I will be playing that. I'm I'm very excited. Do you yeah, care I've about heard, the FOV? 
I've heard very good things about it to begin with, and just having it come to the PC is just, you know, it's... What did, what did you say, Seth? On the, cave. the FOV slider, so it's not, it will not have an FOV slider. Um, so you will be locked in at its at its FOV. They, so. they won't have an FOV slider on the actual settings, but I guarantee you somebody will put an FOV slider in it. No oh, yeah. one fucking fuck with the AI and I file, guaranteed. I, I, yeah. I think it's fine. I... I have that game for the PlayStation. I can't play it because it doesn't feel like it's made for a controller. Like that just doesn't feel like a game that should be played on a controller for some reason. I think the way the archery and stuff is and the way they value precision, it I don't get well, that feel. I, I might just be shaky. No, that you, controller. you're not. So actually, I don't know if you saw um, they actually Guerrilla Games actually came out and it's pissed off a shit ton of PlayStation fans. Um, they came out and said that this was the way the game was supposed to be done. Like we developed this game to be played on PC. It was not <laughs> supposed to be played on a console. Um, and it fucking infuriated PlayStation owners. Like fans they, were fucking PlayStation get a little pissy when uh, their exclusives. Get, oh God, know, don't. Yeah. Oh my God. A little. Man. A little? Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, I'm a PlayStation boy through and through, but I, I, could give a shit less if all of sony's exclusives went on to pc as well like there's rumor that sony's like may do something similar to what xbox is doing where there's going to be like an online pass where you can pass. get access yeah. to them well they've I already got it for that they, they, they yeah. already have it there it's it's uh they've already got a playstation uh on, I think playstation now or something like that yeah playstation now or whatever it is you can play it it's just it's shitty it's like terrible yeah but it's not it's not the the, the, it's different from the xbox because the xbox style i can download the game and play it i I have to stream with xbox now i I have to stream it so it's 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 not a a good quality um, yeah that's that's what i'm saying though is like they 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 already have one i don't think either of them are are decent right now i feel like give it a few years and and i think both of the i don't know anything about the playstation but the xbox i think is gonna i'll tell you right now xbox is gonna do it this year xbox is like there's already the rumors are saying that all of their shit's going to steam so and that the new xbox will have steam no i'm saying that the new x the the rumor is that the the new xbox will have steam like that's gonna be great honestly um yeah but back to horizon zero dawn i'm i'm excited i the only issue I had with that game was that it did not feel good on a controller and that took me out of it because I felt like I was I, I felt like I was playing with a handicap. Like my hands weren't doing what I needed them to do to hit these weak spots on these dinosaurs. Yeah. I mean, is it Robots. what do you know like what the replay value of that game is? I mean, is it the standard stuff? Like that, that's my only other I don't issue think is. there's replay value, but I think there's so much like I think it's got like with DLC, because the PC version is coming with all the DLC. It's like yeah, the it's a complete, complete edition, edition right? yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got a significant amount of content. Not quite Witcher level, but it's got like 100 plus hours with DLC. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, I mean, that's that's my biggest thing, too, like with some of these games. It's just there is if there's no replay value, like what's the point? You know what I mean? Like, obviously, it's a good game. It's a good experience. But like even like uh, Hellblade, um, phenomenal fucking game. I recommend playing it. Um oh, yeah you know plague's tale same thing it's just like once i played it i don't see the point in it's just very hard for me to own because i'm just like what's the why am i gonna spend the money on this when i'm just gonna beat it and be done with it you know what i mean like I, yeah i, I, I think know. this game has enough content to warrant uh getting it just because it's like with witcher you would never want to really replay witcher just because there's so much and it would take so long to redo again but 
that initial playthrough is going to be amazing because of the level of content. And this has that to a lesser extent, but it's still to that massive amount of content extent. Yeah, but Witcher did... I, know, I, think, I think Witcher's got a lot of replayability yeah, on Because you could... It's, yeah, it, doesn't, it has I, branching... I the, sides, like the side quests. It has branching branching stories, right? Like Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just because of the side quests and the decision-making that you have to make uh, when it comes to like a lot of the... Uh, the investigation stuff that you you do, like it, any decision that you make, can completely alter how your how your outcome gotcha. comes for that side quest. I, I don't think that that's going to be the case with with uh, Horizon though. Like there's no. there's not enough replayability. I don't think it, it'll be a great first experience. But yeah, no, I, I don't think it'll have a, a whole lot of replayability. Yeah. I'm sorry for that skewed opinion. I'm, I'm oh, no, you're good, man. honestly okay. a big fan of Witcher. How, how dare you? Yeah, how no, dare look, you, wait, look. you talk bad about our fucking <laughs> Lord and Savior, CD Projekt Red, you shit. Like, <laughs> like look, look, we, we, we muted Scruffy. I got I went on my my old man boomer rant, so I got yeah. muted. Enigma got muted. It's your time to get muted. So you got muted. You didn't you didn't throw a coin to your Witcher, so you can fuck off and you know it is what it is. So it happens. We're yeah. all still here. We're all still gamers. Yeah, so um well, anyway, uh, I think that pretty much wraps up the show. I don't think there's anything else on the docket to uh, to to go over, if I'm not mistaken. We um, transition Konami thing well, next time. These transitions. What is it? The Konami. I mean, we can talk about. Look, we can talk about Konami. I, I'm I'm I mean, I'm good with talking about the Konami thing. I mean, Sony basically Konami's IPs all basically went uh, free agent, and Sony bought them up, right? Isn't didn't Sony pick up? It's, it's not confirmed, but they're in yeah. the uh, they're in the like the dealings process. There's not a deal been made, but they're talking figures right now. And uh, and a and lot. These franchises are uh, Metal Gear, Silent Hill, and uh, fuck Castle uh, Castlevania. Yeah. So aside from Castlevania, really the other two were everyone pretty much thought were PlayStation exclusives anyway. You know what I mean, like when you think metal gear you think playstation when you think uh silent hill you think playstation uh well honestly when you think silent hill you think wasn't that a bad movie that came out like fucking a couple years ago Dude, the, the, i love that movie too Again, I, I i'm, I'm signing on to every bad Dude, yeah. game movie <laughs> i'm pretty sure they made a newer movie that, and that right. one was shit not the mm -hmm. the original silent hill was fine but didn't they make like a silent hill retribution and or some kind yeah, of yeah that was shit that yeah. was the shitty version like no the one with pyramid yeah. head and uh like it would change into hell like that one was great i like that one yeah um, i'm really kind of excited for the silent hill uh being bought up by sony i'm, I'm excited to see what they do with that i'm not, not excited only, not to only not only are they getting all those franchises but they're also getting death stranding too you forgot a box at the front door oh yeah great <laughs> oh, fuck, i forgot that forgot death but Stranding. that is a cool thing man standing sony owns, sony owns kojima productions and if they do get these i don't think they own it do they do they own Kojima? they do no oh. yeah they can keep his fucking yeah, kojima productions works under sony uh but with that in mind they do have plans on letting Kojima finish the Silent Hills game that he originally wanted to do. He's going to take back... Yeah, PT. Yeah. Now I was PT. wondering about that. He's going to take back control of the Metal Gear series to whatever extent he wants oh, to. Oh, fuck. Great, so it's just going to get even more weird. God damn it. Dude. And they're talking... Uh, so I, I've read a bunch of speculation starts on Castlevania because I've recently played them on my stream. I'm a big fan of the uh, Castlevania franchise as a whole. The two routes that they are... that there's speculation about going is rebooting the reboot, 
that they did for the uh reboot the reboot yeah reboot the reboot the uh, the god of war style uh xbox 360 uh line the lords of shadow reboot that series or start doing main series installments in the 3d style kind of like it was for the ps2 but make it more uh more souls or bloodborne-esque in its mechanics and RPG. I, I always thought Castlevania should be a, like a Bloodborne style or, or I, Souls. I, I do too. Okay. And going back and playing this PS2 games, they're not far off from that. It doesn't have like the weapons and stuff like that. But dude, you want to do a you, PS- you want to do homage, man? Make that a fucking 2D like old like a Salt and Sanctuary style Souls like game in the Castlevania world. Cool. Fuck, dude, that would be great. That would be sweet. I got the million dollar idea for Kojima on the next S Stranding game. He, he just needs to make it like Euro Truck Simulator, where you're just you're just a truck driver instead no, of and, delivery man. You the, just drive the truck around. In the next, when the next babies, in the next one, you're just the box. Like you're gonna be, yeah, you're, you're gonna you're gonna play the, the fucking box. Like, but when are we gonna baby. see it where you are the baby? Yeah, you're just the baby. Getting that's the that's around. the DLC. It, it, uh, <laughs> just looking up like. Where are we going? <laughs> like, um, sorry, I did, we 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 completely de- derailed uh, Bill yeah. and the Castlevania stuff. So, so sorry, Bill. Sorry, Bill. You're good. <laughs> You're good. Um, but yeah, I I think if they take it into a Souls like route, that because they've struggled bringing it to a 3D play space. It's a, the Castlevania games have always been dominated by the handhelds, the 2D side scrollers. Ever since Symphony of the Night, they've just been rekindling that style game, which is fine. That's why there's a Metroidvania genre in general. But I feel like bringing new life into a 3D realm with that, I think that direction, a Souls-like-esque. Give it to From Software. Give it to From Software. Let From Software have Castlevania, bro. Dude, From Software can take every one of my love game franchises, and I would I would be fine from with it. From Software I Pokemon game. Let's go. I, would, <laughs> I, will, I will stand From Software for the rest of my life until they do something like kill me. If they murdered me, I might be upset with them, but I I, I might just haunt their studio just to see what they're going to be. You'd be like, you know, this, be. Is, this is warranted. I understand it. I get it. It's warranted. <laughs> I understand. No, Kojima's nutty ass needs to go away somewhere. He needs to go be put put in a in a home and left to the doodle on the walls or something. I don't know, but because see, guys, keep in mind that this is the same person that had the idea that he should make a game that when you lose, the disc explodes, like so just. Keep that in mind. Like, this is the same person that literally thought that it was a good idea to make a one-time purchase of a game, and if you fuck up, it's done. The game is done. It's over. It's it's permit perma perma own. You don't get to play it anymore. Like, I just I don't know, man. Like, I don't trust Kojima. I don't like Kojima. I don't think that his games are good. I don't think his storylines are any good, and I think he's an overhyped. Yo, Metal Gear was good, man. Metal Gear was like, not. Metal up, Gear was up, not up good until five. Five wasn't great. Metal Gear up until that point was. Metal Gear stopped being good I, at I, I re- two. Sons of Liberty and Snake Eater. Those I, are the two. That I, I, I respect him as a creator. I think his fucking creations are weird, but so was so was like. Vincent Van Gogh's, so is a lot of the other artists. Yeah, you know? what, what, what art, did, art, art, like they always say, art is subjective. But I, I do agree with you. It's, what did he create? His fucking video games are fucking weird. When was the last time that Kojima created something? Just barely. With the, no, that's what, 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 what's the question? The, that's yeah, the, that's the per, the question. That, that's the thing is, what did he create? He no, like 
the, everyone everyone's like oh real or something totally made up like, no yeah, like you can okay hit on let's... kojima all day but that game got people talking good it, or bad he didn't it, have it, any fucking he uh, my issue is that this it's, it's this idea that like he is the the or you you related it to vincent van gogh no vincent van gogh painted the fucking picture kojima didn't go out there and code uh death stranding or whatever else and and, and to say that death stranding is a fucking good game is laughable to every extent of whatever of what the game is. That game is a fucking tech demo for how you should wa how walking should be in video games. That's not a fucking game. Even Kojima is like he tries to play off as like, oh, I'm too high intellectual to, that to explain the story. No fucker, you don't know what the story is in that fucking game. Like you don't know what happened, you don't understand it, and you just kind of was like, eh, I don't know. You know, you're too dumb to understand it too. So, but like Metal Gear hasn't been good since Metal Gear Three. Like. The Metal Gear 4 was fucking insane. Um, and it was just a showcase demo of what the system dude, could old snake, do. Old Snake was awesome, dude. Like, that that game was really, uh, really just, good. And it brought a bunch of goods. Like, it brought the Revengeance storyline into the main line. It was a pivotal game, and it was really well done. It, I, who was, I the, who was the hot girl that. in that one in the one game? The, the hot Which girl one? There's the, the bikini. The bikini girl. Come on. That's five. Oh, okay. Quiet. I love that game. We don't talk about five. Dude, I, I love that game. Whatever, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, I, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm on your side, man. Like, like I said, he's, yeah. he's fucking, it's, it's it, yeah, some of his creations. I'm just like, dude, what doesn't he get them from dreams or was that something I just heard? Like the whole death stranding, Western culture, the so, whole, yeah. the whole death stranding game in itself. I was like, are you fucking insane? Yeah. dude? Are you, are you literally, you're literally going to tell me that you're going to charge $60 to be a UPS to, man with a baby yeah. strapped to your chest this is fucking weird. Like, and even, yeah, and it even, is ridiculous. Even the thing about it too is like the gameplay mechanics of it were not good. Like, I watched that game and and watched numerous people play that game, and within an hour and a half time frame of watching somebody go through this fight, I was like, or, or one of the DT moments or whatever the fuck it was called, I was like, oh, this is how you cheese this fight because they didn't think about how to do this combat mechanic at all because the only thing that they focused on was the walking side of things and how Norman Reedus's penis was going to look. Like, that was the focus of that game and you can't deny And, like, there, there were so many other cool concepts that they could have done and could have actually fledged out. Like, the whole, like, multiplayer aspect of the world build, building side that, like, you were there in the same multiverse. Why not go down that angle? Why not go down this angle of, like, we're all connected in this world, but you don't know that I'm here, but why am I seeing things that are being built from other sides of things? Nope, we're not even going to explain that, like, at all. We're just going to fucking have it in here, and it didn't work all the time, and it was jank and whatever else. Like, it... it and and again, even like Silent Hill, like the PT or, or whatever else, like looking at that game, I'm like, this is not a Silent Hill game. This is a fucking horror game that is not Silent Hill. It's not even like people are like, oh, you well, know, I don't you, think we got enough of that game to really see what it was. I got enough to know, like, it's a game that's supposed to be a psychological thriller that's supposed to do what, again, like. Bill said Kojima is loves Western culture. He loves Western horror films. He likes Western ways that we do action movies. He likes Western dramas. Like all of his movies can really be summed or all games can be summed up as like they're supposed to be cinematic experiences, not fucking games. Well, you, you also need to realize he uh he he wanted to be a movie director. That's then that's go his make primary. fucking movies. <laughs> like, but he sees games as the next medium for 
narrative storytelling, and that's why he's a game dev. He he sees that as the future of narrative, and he j wanted to jump into it early. He should I've be done a little bit of research on the guy because I really, really, no matter what the fuck anybody has to say, I think the Metal Gears like story wise is very good. Can you explain to me this like off stream? We'll talk about. Can you explain to me the story from one going all past? I, I, I understand it. Kingdom Hearts, I understand it. <laughs> you can, if you can explain Kingdom Hearts, then great. That's another, but that's a whole nother can of fucking worms that we can get into on a later Boy, show. It isn't just Mickey Mouse defeating like ghosts and shadows. It is a fucking. That is a fucking. And I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna piss off a lot of our viewers. Kingdom Hearts is a fucking dumb. Kingdom Hearts, dude, Kingdom Hearts is a dumb fucking shit show of a of a fucking storyline, <laughs> and it's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. And the, the fact that they shoehorned it into a goddamn Disney franchise is stupid. Uh, so the greatest ambition. The yeah, you, crossover. you also like fucking Animal Crossing, <laughs> so get out of here. Don't, hey, Animal oh Crossing's coming out tomorrow, isn't it? And yeah, I'm te pretty sure. Technically, yeah. Animal Crossing's out now. So yeah, now we, 12. we all hear the angry Rees. Yeah, absolutely. Re it up. <laughs> Re it up. Re it up. Go ahead. Okay. You can come hit my channel up and, and, and listen to these rants whenever you want, or follow me on Twitter and yell at me there. I'll be more than happy to argue with you back. Um, yep. We should start calling like snicker rants or something. I, it's I not, we bro. Should. I it's think we should, dude. Like, <laughs> we, it's we, not we a need to get sponsored. Yeah. One of these days, like Snickers, hit me up. Really? <laughs> yes, we, we need to talk. It's like perfect. Like, not the other Snickers, but the actual Snickers. Once yeah. everything's done and we can actually buy your shit from stores again, you know, <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. But yeah, hit, hit me up. We need to get sponsored by Snickers. Anyway. <laughs> Guys, it, have a Snickers moment, whatever. What? Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> fuck all y'all here, here. Fuck all y'all right, right here. Animal you, Crossing so, again. We gotta. The, the gotta other, go. the other, the other two can't see my camera, but fuck you right here. There's a finger <laughs> yeah. being. There's there's two fingers being played or uh, thrown up, so you guys can see what those are. Um, guys, it's been an amazing show. Um, there's not many shows out there that I can tell you if there are really any that are as real as what this is, and this is why you come here, because you're going to hear me rant and rave about shit that you probably don't agree with, that nobody really agrees with, but in my mind, I'm right, so it's the only way to be. Um, you're going to have uh, you know, Enigma, who you're going to wonder who the hell he is and, and never be able to guess it. You're going to be able to see again, the, the beautiful, sexy main that is... Uh, Billy the Squid um, and, and hear his opinions on why Kojima is a god and he's not. And then you're going to be able to, to to listen to Scruffy and his saw dudes and 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 and, and have opinions on games and series that he's never played, never heard of, never watched a movie, and never been around because he's too fucking young. So or because I like to <laughs> contribute and, and see what I might like. I don't know. In any case, guys, you get a very real show. So thank you to all of our yeah. viewers that have been that uh, come in and, and watch this. We do this show every single uh, every two weeks. Um, twice a month, um, pretty much on every single Thursday unless something changes. Um, if you guys do want to be able to follow the show more closely, you can follow all of our channels. I recommend that you watch all of our channels. In fact, I actually recommend that you... Uh, watch all of our the stream live through Cadgar to be able to interact with everybody in that's going on in chats across all three plat um, three streams at once, um, and and be able to also chat, subscribe chat to our YouTube. Yes, our yes. YouTube. We upload it. I, I try to get it uploaded within uh, a week of uh, every show. Uh, sometimes it's fast, sometimes it's not, but you can catch them all there. There's a yeah, Enigma's got some YouTube links going around. Definitely subscribe. We're trying to push for uh, that that real domain. So uh, right now it is just a jumble of letters. <laughs> um, so, uh, and 
in any case, you're not going to find another place on the internet that is going to be as raw and as energetic as the pre-patch podcast is. So make sure to yeah. tune in live. Make sure to hit that sub button. Follow all of our channels, guys. Again, you can find myself on twitch.tv backslash S1N3N. Scruffy, where can everybody find you at? Oh, you know, right here, Agent Scruffy, twitch.tv, Twitter. Uh, yeah, anywhere. We're here. Uh, Makers Inc., right? Go ahead, yeah, plug, Maker, plug. Make, Makers Inc. I'll plug my uh, me and my friend's YouTube channel. Uh, check us out. We do a lot of honestly, we do a lot of random stuff. We do a lot of food content, a lot of vlogs, a lot of just like they put they put a they put a female uh, skincare <laughs> face mask on the other day and, and ate burritos. And ate burritos. It, was, it was mildly entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely check us out there. I'll, I'll get some links in the chat for that. I don't understand your guys' videos. Um, <laughs> you don't understand anything, Sid. <laughs> uh, Bill, where can okay. people where, where, where can people find your uh, your info at? I uh, I am on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. Billy underscore the underscore squid. Uh, my YouTube content takes uh it's reviews it's talks about stuff similar to what we talked about on the podcast it's random ass shit like me doing a slay the spire run at 200 percent speed or me making uh random staring at the camera talking about tentacles videos so you don't know what you're gonna get there but yeah billy the squid on all platforms and Enigma, you will catch in all of our sta- all of our channels. He uh, he is the, yeah. the dedicated uh, mod and lurker in all of our our uh, our channels, and uh, we love him to death. So um, again, guys, amazing amazing show. You have a wonderful night, and we will catch you guys next time. See ya. Peace.